What's up, guys? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here. Just want to give a quick shout-out to today's sponsor, Rowdy Sailors. It's a lifestyle brand for the Rowdy Sailor and all of us. It's a brand-new startup clothing line uh, that's active-duty owned and operated by a local Coast Guardsman. Make sure you head over to his Instagram page. His Instagram handle is at Rowdy underscore Sailors. Send him a DM. Tell him the Disgruntled Sailor sent you, and he'll hook you up with his new T-shirts. They are fucking dope. They have, uh, it's a kick-ass fucking skull on the back. And you get to support a small business that's ran by one of your own. Make sure you head over to his Instagram page and check out the new Rowdy Sailors clothing brand. The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode. What is this, 62? 62. Uh, Excuse me. Look look how far we've come. Look how far we've come. (laughs) Um, yeah, welcome back. It's both of our shit is, uh, sideways right now. So yeah, it's way different for a couple months there. We were doing it. We released episodes like every Sunday, uh, but we just got, you know, work and life happens and with the time delay, it makes it very fucking difficult, you know? Yeah. Um, but we got not, not a random episode. We have, we do have some topics, um, but it's kind of random. Um, so I have a big storm going on in my house, so if I lose power, we'll just have to like pick it up or start over sometime. Yeah. Um. All right. So first, admin stuff. All right. First thing I've written down. Somebody actually texted me or messaged me about um the the MK thing. Somebody messaged me too. I haven't responded yet because I hadn't like what, looked into what was, it. Looked into it. What was their first name? Was it was uh, it Wade? Hold on. I don't remember. Let me. It's in my email. Hold on. You go ahead and read yours, and I'll tell you. If so mine's the same person. this is from a guy named Wade. I think it's a guy. I don't know. I don't assume people's genders anymore. It's twenty twenty two. You can't do that. Um, Mine's not. It's a different person. Oh really? Okay. We'll take turns. Yeah. So he said, I don't know if you guys ever found out the answer for why MK is MK, but he says he remembers hearing from someone that's how it used to be spelled back in the day. Or no. Hearing from someone that that's that that's how it used to be spelled back in the day. It wasn't. Technician like T E C H N I C I A N, it used to be spelled T E C K N I C I A N or some bullshit. And then he sent me a screenshot of where does the word technician come from? From the 1610s, technical from the Latin technicus from Greek technikos, which both have K's, of or pertaining to art made by art from techne, art, skill, or craft. And all of those have a K in them, so, you know. He sent it, so I'm reading it, and you're listening to it. So, yeah. All right. So my guy, he emailed me on Friday. When did yours come through? Oh fuck. Uh, hold on. Uh, June thirtieth. Uh, so that is that was a Thursday. Okay. But I think based off mine. 
the the email I got that my guy is more right than your guy. I'm not saying my guy is right or wrong. Yeah. I responded with so my, my guy said. The title of the email says MK designator, and it says this is why MK isn't MT, and it's a screenshot from Google, and he Googled Navy rate MT, and the Navy has a rate. Uh, it's called missile technician, abbreviated as MT, is a United States Navy occupational rating. And it says MTs operate, test, maintain, troubleshoot, repair, and maintain security for ballistic missile weapon systems. So that would explain why it's not called MT in the Coast Guard because another service already has that rate. I mean, that check, but that, that like logically speaking, it makes sense. But like the Navy also has BMs, right? Well, they have like four different kinds. They have like aviation BMs. They got boat BMs. They got they got like four different types of BMs, man. So, are we gonna call a winner, or are we still investigating? My guy sounded kind of like a guess, you know. My my dude sent me this screenshot from Google. I mean, well, I remember when I said it earlier. Like, it's probably because there was already a rate, you know, earlier yeah. that was of MT, and then you know MK was the like the next abbreviation that was available, and they're like, yeah, like there was probably some dickhead who's like, you know. This sounds like there's a cuss sound in there. Make it K. MK. Yeah. Let's just swap it out with a K. I mean, the Coast Guard's done dumber shit, you know. But what did I promise the winner? What any item they any wanted item, free from the merch any store? Any item out of the stock? Yeah, any item out of the out of the out of the merch store for in stock for free. You know what? Fucking it. I'm calling it. Jake, let me get your fucking last name. Don't I'm say his call last you name. You gonna say his last Why name? Not? Did he say yeah. did he say not to? No. Okay, then send it. I'm gonna bu- I'm gonna butcher it. It's H Y L K E M A. Say that one more time. H Y L L K E. Uh huh. M A. Hikima. Halkima. 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 I don't know. Whatever, Jake. You know who you the fuck you are. I am doing Since... a podcast. That's Halkma. Halkma. That's got to be like a sh- yeah. German shorthand or something. I don't know. We want to know that as well. So give us your family lineage. Yes. And uh, tell us what, whatever you want from the merch store and DM DM one of us yep. and we'll get it out to also you. Also your blood type and your social. Yeah. And your the you know, the name of your, your first dog, your first pet. Yeah. The street you grew up on. All right. <laughs> so while I was looking at the person we're gonna talk about next, they actually mentioned us in their story. Uh well, I'm gonna read what they sent first. Um, so this listener is, well, they didn't say I'm this person, but they said their name is Gigi. Uh, I'm going to leave out what unit they're at just because I feel like that's appropriate. It just says, Hey, Mr. Miami, I'm listening to your newest podcast. Y'all put out and you mentioned you got a coin from Charles County, Maryland. I'm originally from Charles County. So it was really cool to hear that you had received that coin. Not a lot of people know where that is. So it was just really rad to hear you mention it. Also wanted to thank you and Disgruntled Save for the awesome podcast. I just got PRK eye surgery this past past week, and this podcast literally saved me from going insane. I wasn't able to look at screens at all or focus or anything, so to be able to just sit and listen to you guys bullshit and fuck around was great. Then they go on to say they're a BM2 at a, at a, at a unit, uh, and they're going to send us a couple coins, and thanks again for the laughs. I, you know, and I was oh, like... that. I think that person's spouse DM'd me. Because they said my spouse had PRK surgery, so it's got to be the same person. 
What's PRK? Uh, it's it's like an eye surgery. It's like a, no, I gathered like that from different... when when they said I had PRK oh. eye surgery. I I forget what it stands for. It's like photo something something. Hmm. It's different than LASIK. They like scrape the eye hmm. based off like cutting it with a laser. Um. Yeah, and then literally as I'm pulling it up to look at it, uh, they mentioned us in their story literally right fucking now. Oh. It looks like they ordered the uh, koozie. Uh, the new PVC patch, the next watch, motherfucker. We aim to try. I don't have. I only have two of these things in this whole picture. By the way, I don't even have the rest of this shit that, that they got. The we aim to try sticker, the welcome to the shit show, and the the new stage disgruntled beer can skull, which is really rad. And I didn't know. Does this does this have a, like a a handwritten note from you in there? Yeah. So all orders uh, get a handwritten note from the disgruntled sailor. Every fucking one. Are they all the same? A lot of them are the same. Uh, You've never given me one in any of the shit you send me. Do you want me to write you? Kind of, yeah. Handwritten note? Yeah. Okay. I I feel like I'm Uh, left out. A lot of them are the same, uh, especially if I'm doing a lot at one time. Yeah. Like when we did uh, the coins, right? I had to do like, fuck, I don't know how, 30, 40 orders like in like an hour. I was like just fucking cranking them out, but every one of them gets a handwritten note. It usually says like "appreciate you" hashtag stay disgruntled, uh, or if I notice somebody else paid for something that's getting shipped to somebody else. So, for example, say if you're uh, there was a some guy who bought something for somebody else because he knew that they liked the show, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, you're fucking lucky. This person, and I said their name, <laughs> likes you. <laughs> That's cool. I didn't yeah, I write it on their their little invoice or whatever that comes with all the packages. Dude, you're like super professional. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I aim to try. We aim to try. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not. In, I'm getting a little more involved in production, but I'm not. You know, obviously we can't both ship. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, it would be. And you decided to do it, so here we are. Yeah. Um. Did you see that one of our old shipmates on our last ship got a silver life-saving medal? I fucking did. Remember, we advocated for that Yeah, when we were there. we So it's been at least a, a little over a year, right? Yeah. At least. And I have the award. I don't know if I want to read it, but he pretty much saved somebody from drowning in the ocean, right? At the beach. Yes. Because uh, it... it it mentions his name a bunch. It mentions his unit a lot, which will give us the fuck away. And um, but a BMT. I'm sure you motherfuckers can find it. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> We're not really trying anymore. Um, but it it was cool to see. You know, like I hate when people get awards that don't deserve them. Like I had to watch oh, somebody yeah, the other day. Sure. I had to watch somebody the other day get a fucking calm, and I was just livid. And I watched somebody get a meritorious service, and I was fucking pissed because they're a piece of garbage. And then. You know, and then I watched non rates and thirds get LOCs for doing more than is required of them, you know. So it was nice to see someone like I wanna know who actually sent that up from the command that we had, because I know the XO of that ship. And did you see he got the old XO. The old the old or XO. Or do you know the new XO? I don't know the new XO. We had two XOs, the girl and then the dude. Um Yeah. Well, it, it, it had to be what the good captain we had? What did what did Black Enough call him? Al Dente. That's right, Al Dente. Oh yeah, he called him Al Dente. You know he's making Commander. 
Yeah, I figured he would. I mean, on paper, he checks out. Yeah, on paper, he checks out. But I know it wasn't him. You know, because he he he, I'm sh- he fucked up my hop. I mean, he he held onto my calm. So like, I know it wasn't him. And he I, wouldn't. He wouldn't have. Uh. Do I need to edit out Hopley Eaton? Like, will Hopley Eaton get nominated for that? And give it no. away your rate? No. Okay. No. Hopley Eaton is a Cutterman Award. It's Cutterman of the Year. Okay. We okay, we okay. were actually stationed. Never mind. Forget I said that. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> my bad. I'm I'm having a fucking weird day. Uh, but anyway, my point was, it had to have been the captain that push that because I know the XO would not have done that. Um and I I just think it's cool that like he's a BM two. I don't know I don't know if he's making BM one or not, but he is a BM two currently and he's a genuine good guy that like he worked hard. Like he worked really hard and Yeah, he cares. He cared. He literally cared. Like he would always help yeah, me not out. Not only for his job, but he cares for his people too. Yeah. And like even when he had like he had a really good BM1 and a really good BMC, and, you know, he, he kicked ass. And then when he got an okay BM1, like a, a, a seasoned BM1, but not Ratsnitch, you know, and then he had a shitty Chief, he still performed, you know? Yeah, like like both both of the BM1s he had were, were good. Yeah. I, I just think we were partial to Ratsnitch because well, obviously. of our history. I know that. That's yeah. why I didn't say anything bad about Old Man. But his second BMC was... I wasn't a fan personally, whether it was just a chief or just, you know, yeah, being a BM. Um, but all the shit that he had to deal with with that second chief, you know, the the needle gunning, throwing away the fucking the the things that the the cables that hold up the flight deck, throwing those away. Like he dealt with some shit and still kind of like did the thing. He stayed late, you know, ran deck department really well, and it's nice to see that like someone that genuinely did something, who is a genuinely good person, who deserves it actually get a silver life-saving medal yeah it's just uh i mean if you know you know who you are so congrats bm2 you know you you earned it yeah if you tell us by the way we can drop your name we'll totally fucking oh yeah i'll post the goddamn award yeah i have a screenshot of the facebook post i'll fucking send that shit dude uh but good for you anyway um tell us about how you fucked up the coffee giveaway oh i just i I got to drinking uh, on the Fourth of July and totally forgot to to uh, to pick a winner, so I had to do it hungover the next day. <laughs> I took a day of leave on the fifth. I I went on like I did too. I went on like a three day bender in my neighborhood, man. Just going from neighbor's house to neighbor's house, and like I'm at one neighbor's house, and they're oh, like, "Hey, we're going over to fucking of, this guy. You want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah." Speaking yeah. of in the neighborhood, right? So somebody in my area who knows who I am, right? Uh was like, "Hey, we're down here if you got if you want to come hang out, like come on down." So I was like, "Is there beer there?" And he was like, "A whole fucking cooler full of beer." And so my wife was like, cuz I was sitting in the bed drinking lunchbox beers in the bed because she refuses to let me put a mini fridge in my room. Uh so just sack up and get one. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to. Uh so she was like, "You're not taking your lunchbox beers?" And I go, why would why I drink would I, my own beer? Yeah, why would when I? People drink- are providing beer for me. <laughs> That's the dumbest like, thing I've ever heard. I, yeah, I was like, I'll drink free beer all day long. So, yeah. anyways, I go down there. Okay, we're hanging out. Everything's fun. 
We're sitting there talking, and I'm wearing this hat, the one that I have on that you can see. Yeah. And somebody who I haven't – I've talked on the phone to, but it's, she listens, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I talked on the phone to, but haven't, like, formally met. Mm-hmm. was like, is, is that a disgruntled sailor hat? And I go, it is. <laughs> and she was like, are you one of them? And I went like this. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> and then that person's spouse was like, yo, uh, you have to be one of them. And I go, why? I was like, do I was like, it's a podcast. Like, do you guys listen to a podcast? And they're like, they're like, yeah, we listen. And I go, why do you think I'm one of them? And they were like, they went like this. They both went the voice. <laughs> And they go, they go, we know you're not Mr. Miami. Why is that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't, probably because the voices are different. I don't know. Do I have a distinct voice? I think we both do. Someone told me today that I have an, I have a fucking, I have a Northern accent and my voice is deep. Do you think my voice is deep? No, I don't think your voice is deep. I don't think so either. And, and I don't think you have a Northern accent. I know, I've been in the South too long. But, oh, speaking of accents, bro, I went to fucking, so we're mattress shopping, right? Because we need a new mattress because ours is old as fuck. <laughs> Go to a surplus and, uh, place. I bought a king-size pillow top. It was missing like three springs. I got it for 200 bucks. Still fucks right, for, fine. For one, there's no, <laughs> still fucks fine. <laughs> In the area I'm in, all right, I'm limited on stores I can go to. All right, so there's like two mattress stores in my area. So I went to both of them. The second one I went into, this guy starts talking to me. And I notice he has a southern accent. And where I'm at, it's super rare. Yeah, yeah. The upper uh, P. He was like, like, yo, where are you from? And I go, we're the only people in the store. And I go, who, me? (laughs) And he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, I noticed you had a southern accent. And I was like, I was like, I'm from Florida. He's like, what part? And I was like, Pensacola. And uh, he was like, okay, I noticed a southern accent. He's like, and up here, you don't hear that that often. And I go, where the fuck are you from? And he goes, Georgia. And I go, <laughs> eh. And then instantly, we clicked. Yeah. And, and he was like, he's like, you know what's dope? About meeting other people who have southern accents? And I was like, what? He goes, I don't have to repeat myself. <laughs> and then my wife goes, because we just get it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, yeah, so did you ship that coffee away anyway? Like, uh... No, I haven't shipped it out yet. I, I contacted the winner. He gave me his address. I'm going to ship it out. All right. So, yeah, we did a coffee giveaway. Um, speaking of coffee... Uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum from Oak and Iron want to do an episode with us, so. Yeah, they want to do, uh, actually, so, coming up soon, we're going to do the, uh, the coffee taste test challenge thing between mm-hmm. Oak and Iron Coffee, Humble Beginnings Coffee Company, and Staunch Coffee Company. All three coffee companies are Coast Guard coffee companies, all right? I've tried all three coffees, like, all three Coffees from each coffee company. They're all they're all good in my opinion. Do you uh, want to know a secret? What? I've never actually tasted Oak and Iron's coffee before. What do you you haven't drank it? I don't drink coffee. The ones that they I don't drink coffee anymore. You 
I thought I could have swore you drank some of the coffee that they sent you. Are you telling me you haven't drank any? I have not. Oh no, you 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 put it at work and let yes. people at work drink it, didn't you? I gi- I yeah, give it okay. to the guys at work and then they tell their friends and you know, mom bought some. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, you're spreading you're spreading brand awareness. That's just, acceptable. Like I'm literally like, look at this. I'm literally wearing a fucking heart monitor right fucking now. I can't have coffee. Did I tell you my uh, fucking cardiologist called me fat? Yeah, you did tell me. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but so we're going to do the taste test soon. I, I got to set it up with a couple people. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to be one of the tasters. It's going to be total people who have nothing to do. That way there's no like bias or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then they want to hop on the episode that we release the results on. Okay. On Coast Guard Day. So this is going to be the official last call for trivia questions. I'm going to give it a week, and then I'm going to. I only have like five. This is going to be the, like the last call. I'm going to give it like a week after the release of the episode, and then I'm going to start making up my own questions between like Jimothy, RC Cola, other smart people that I know, and I'm just going to make them up. And then we're going to. I think we should do like if you can figure out this new like this new program that we're using or the updated program for recording. Maybe we'll just have random people on they won't be able to see us maybe oh speaking of uh coffee do you just want to randomly do the ad right now that way we don't have to edit it in later we just do it live you want to do it live right now yes you're live right now all right there i was a crisp sunny drinking coffee drinking coffee (laughs) i step outside my hunting camp no um i actually like i said have never actually tried it it smells fucking good though um and it comes in a cool bag it's got cool funny names it smells really good. Uh, it's active duty owned and operated, and or veteran, uh, prior coasty, and uh, I hear it tastes good. So fucking go get some oak and iron coffee, or don't. It, I'm not it your does dad. taste good. Yeah, uh, it does taste good. I, I wouldn't lie to you guys about coffee. Uh, it's not your average Mestec trash that you get from I don't know what's that three peckered Billy Goat bullshit that we had on the ship. Uh, that was actually the name of Billy the. Goat. Yeah, that's the fucking. The brand, it's not the brand name, but it was like their, uh, it was the name of that specific flavor of coffee. It was re- literally called Three Pecker Billy Goat. Yeah, I just, uh, if I if I see another Black Rifle company, a Black Rifle coffee or Death Wish coffee person, like that swears by it. The only people worse than like Starbucks people are Death Wish coffee and Black Rifle coffee. Pick, base, I mean, base your... Base your personality on something other than something everybody else. Don't just drink it because Joe Rogan said it's fucking good. You know, develop your own fucking personality. Try something new. I mean, Black Rifle Coffee and Death Wish Coffee, I think is 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 okay. It's good. No, I'm not saying but it's not I good. Think, it's played out. I think, I, yeah, I think the hype behind Black Rifle kind of got too big, too quick. Yep. Which I mean, good for them. I mean, that's what you want in a company. Well, yeah. But. I think the reason I like Oak and Iron so much is because, like, they talk about, like, nautical heritage mm-hmm. and all their stuff. And you don't see that in coffee brands, especially, like, Coast Guard-owned coffee brands. I think they have some of the best stickers out there after hours. They have some really good stickers. <laughs> I love me stickers, dog. I love some stickers. Uh, but anyway. there, uh, There's our ad. Uh, go get some Oak and Iron coffee. Tell them the disgruntled sailor and Mr. Miami sent you. And they'll send us and, a dollar uh, royalty. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but. but also, you can put it in your fucking marks that you 
uh, help donate to CGMA. Correct. I mean, I do that anyway. I donate a quarter every month. Yeah. Or paycheck, whatever. But anyways, it's good shit. We wouldn't lie to you about coffee. Yeah, I mean. We'd lie to you about other shit, but not coffee. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally a pathological liar. You have no idea whether what I say is true or a complete lie. Half this podcast could be a lie and you'd never know. Maybe I'm not even from Pennsylvania. What if I'm from, like, North Dakota? You'd never fucking know. <laughs> You're fucking not. <laughs> anyway. Um, you remember you said you wanted this to be, like, 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're, you've been talking the most. I know. We're at, we're at 23 right now. So, right. anyways, let's let's keep it rolling. We're not even done with admin yet. Yeah, we got some new shit in from... Do we Are we saying his first name? Are we saying the company? What are we saying? The company. Say the company. I don't know if he's ready for his name yet. So it's going to be called the Salty Exchange. All right. And here's what the deal is. Um, when FSMS was having, you know, when it first came out, he thought it'd be funny to do, like, make shirts. Like, remember the old uh, federal officer shirts we had, like the CBP shirts that they have? Um, he made one of those that said, like, FSMS Special Forces and, you know, stuff like that. It was just funny, like, specific Coast Guard, like, I could wear that anywhere, and nobody that's not in the Coast Guard is going to be like, oh, yeah, FSMS. Yeah, we, I use that. Nobody fucking uses that. Um, but it's specific shit. Like, um, we each got, like, our own little, um, not package, but, like, dump. All right? So, first of all, the coins he made. So, disclaimer out of the front, big nerd. Still pretty cool, though, as far as nerds go. I've, not, I've known a few. His coins are probably two inches tall by about an inch thick and at least a quarter inch in diameter, right? And uh, for those yep. of you that um, like the uh, Mandalorian show, it literally looks like a piece of Bes- Bas- Beskar. Is it called Beskar? I think so. Yeah, and on one side, it's uh, blue acrylic with the FS um, insignia. It says, stay salty. And then on the other side... It's got a Mandalorian helmet with a chef's hat, and it says, I'm a chef, knives are part of my religion. And it, it looks like Beskar from Mandalorian. And then his, like, personal patch is an all-white with a Mandalorian helmet and two cross chef's knives. So, like, it's really cool take on... I know the Mandal- everyone's like, the Mandalorian's the new fucking Punisher skull, but I still think it's pretty cool. But, like, it's nice taking, like, something that's, like, a lot of people talk down on um, about... You know, cooks. Cooks take a lot of shit. I would. My dad was a chef. I wouldn't want to cook for fucking seventy dickheads every goddamn day, three times a day, four times a day. Get out of here. Uh, but it's cool to take a little bit pride in that. And then his his coins come with a plastic stand. Like each coin comes with his own stand. Mine showed up broken because he doesn't like me as much as he likes Fatso. I think he broke mine and then put it in the box. Um, but he he gave me uh, three cool shirts. Super soft. Um, he gave me one one patch. They're they're like they're the patches that would fit on your body armor for those of us that operate. It's about that size of the Coast Guard um, ensign patch. Operate, operate. <laughs> yeah, um, I posted the pictures of the patches that he sent me. So mine's, my, I I was gonna post mine. I didn't get around to it because the picture that I took, after I looked at it, it's too rate specific. Um, because only people my rate say that, and it's a fucking stupid saying, and I don't like perpetuating it, but I think it's funny. Um, so I got a red patch, and it says Damage Control Training Team, which is fucking rad, because I think DSET... I'm sad I, did, I'm sad I didn't get that one. Like, I wanted to be on DSET so bad, and then as soon as I got on DSET, I realized 
they are just on there because they're chiefs and officers. They have no idea what they're doing. I advocated so hard to get you on that team. Everyone hated <laughs> that you let me get on. Only, only because you were like, yo, I don't want to do these dumb drills anymore. How do I not have to do that? And I was like, I got you. <laughs> yeah, so DSET is the fucking ticket. But most people on DSET don't know what they're talking about. Um, so I got that one. It's all it's it's fire red, just like the Bravo flags you use. Um, I got one that says U.S. Coast Guard P6 pilot, which is a long-standing joke. Like you're trying to pick up chicks in the bar and they don't know anything about the Coast Guard. You're like, oh yeah, I fly a P6. I'm a P6 pilot. Obviously, mom, P6s is, is a type of pump that we use on small boats for dewatering when boats are taken on water. And then the other one that I actually forgot he did. So it's deck supervisor, right? But the two, the three horizontal lines that finish the E aren't finished. There's just a little bit of, like... Um, it's just the outline. It's just, just the outline. It's a little bit of thread. So I'm like, oh, he sent me a fucked up one. It doesn't say deck supervisor. I go, it looks like it says dick supervisor. And I was like, oh, that's the fucking joke. And it... <laughs> right over my fucking head until I looked at it. I was like, oh, it's supposed to say dick supervisor. Um, yeah. But what, what the plan is, is to... Do like rate specific ones like um, EMT, FAI, um, you know, Coxon. Uh, uh, he said he's going to make a dickhead I mean, one for OSs, you know. FAI and EMT aren't rate specific. I'm not rate specific. Neither is Coxon, technically. Okay. I'm not. I misspoke. He, he's going to do one for each rate. But then he's also going to do other things like operations specialist. He's going to do, you know, anything he thinks he can make a joke out of or anything that anyone jokes about, like. FSMS operator or SFSMS FSMS special forces, you know, um, just to like, like the way he pitched it to us was we are the funny morale audio, right? And we have some merch and then CG memes is the visual morale and some merch. And he wants, he wanted to make a physical, you know, place to get some morale. You know, like if you're at a certain unit and like, like I suggested, he had he makes what it just says fucking reserves dot dot dot. Because when you're at a small boat station, dude, you could have this all this planned out and be like, yep, reserves are coming in, got them all qualled. They're gonna take over for the fucking section. Like, yeah, my cat's on fire and my mom's got diarrhea and I can't make it. You're like, just fucking reservist, man. Like, come on, you know. So it's it, he's taking suggestions right now. Um, how can how can they get the coin right now? I don't really know. Uh- if you could just go to his Instagram page, the Salty Exchange, uh, I tagged it in the post I made about his coin and the patches he sent us. Uh, if you just go there and send him a DM, uh, you can reach him that way. Yeah, but he's going to have a, a full to-do and like an actual like like a, a, a store. And hopefully that comes online here soon so we can uh, start working with him and get some fucking, you know, between our majestic artwork and ideas and his hookups with materials, I think we can make some pretty sweet shit. Yeah, I think it'll be rad. Um, yeah. So next, our patches came in, as I just said. Was that? Oh no, that was the patches. Oh, our patches. No, yeah. no, we talked about the last time. That was the wrong. Forget it. All right. Now, done, now that we're done with admin. Oh we're yeah, not. those patches. Those fucking patches. Yeah. So we got some patches from. Uh, somebody at South Padre Island. I didn't re- know. I've, I get so many DMs now that I lose DMs, and it takes me forever to try to figure out who it is. So I, I did. I wasn't able to tag him. And then, like a couple of days later, he messaged me. He was like, "Oh, you're welcome." And then I, 
I, I have since lost that, so I still don't remember who it is. You want to uh, know a cool thing about South Padre Island real quick? It's like, have you ever been to a small station? I've been to one. All right, so usually, Not stationed at one. Usually the only watch that's there is your um, comms watch, right? It's usually secured at a certain time. South Padre Island, due to its proximity to the border, they have a watch. I don't know when they man it, and I don't know how they man it, but I've been there and I've seen it, and... I might get in trouble for saying this. I don't know. But they literally watch the um, the channel that separates the U.S. from America. Yep, the U.S. from America. U.S. from Mexico. And they will catch people swimming back and forth with drugs. And they'll actually go out. They're one of the few like land-based units that actually goes out and fucking interdicts narcotics. They just got a couple kilos or a couple bales of pot yeah. like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, well, their proximity is, like, super close. I guess that's why. Well, what I'm saying, like, the, the proximity is, is why they do it, but, like, it's, like, I assume there's some dude manning MVGs up there, like, just watching, and then they launch on it. Because we had to stop there to, you know, drop some people off, and then we did some NCV training with them, but, you know, I actually got to drive the small bit in, in that channel, and that's where, what did we call Angry, was it Angry BMC? Yeah. Yeah, that's where, that's why I learned about the different kinds of waves. And like how to read waves, oh. drive it in there. So memories, hashtag. Yeah. Blessed. Anyways, back to the patches. Oh, sorry, my All bad. Right, so the, I know it was a CS one. I'm like ninety seven percent sure it was a CS one that sent these. Uh, you know who you are. Sorry, I can't remember your name. Uh, it this patch, it's it's kind of hard to read because of the colors that they used. It's they used black and navy blue, and then a light green color, and on the top it says. U.S. Coast Guard Station, and then on the bottom it says South Padre Island. And then they put a, what is that, a 47? Hold it up closer, I can't see. That's a 45. 45? It's a 45. All right, they had a, they have a 45 on there, and then they have uh, the snowflake, the marijuana symbol, and then the panga uh, symbol with X's on top of them. Nice. And I think that's pretty rad. It, it is a little hard to read, and... Like personally, it's but I not still think hard it's a dope to read. It's it's called subdued for operational operators. S- subdued. It's subdued for uh, operations. But I do like it. It's still fucking rad. I haven't seen one like it. Yeah. Uh, then they sent us another one, uh, and it says, "Coast Guard Station, South Padre Island, Sentinels of the Southwest Border." Okay, and then on there it has like it looks like a map of their AOR, and it has. Uh, a tower with cameras on it with like a fucking laser beam and Coast Guard colors that sticks out. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and then it has like the United States and Mexico border and it says camera operators, oh, which hey. I think is fucking rad. That's pretty good. You gotta, you, you can't take yourself too fucking serious from time to time, you know? So it's good that they can take <laughs> yeah. like a, yeah, we, we may not go out and use like MPAs, but we still fucking get them, dude. So good for you guys. Yeah. Appreciate the patches. Um, you want to talk about the Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard getting a hold of us? Yeah, so let me pull it up real quick. So I some a listener sent me a Reddit post that I in turn posted. Um, and the Reddit post said, the title said, been in the Coast Guard six months. What will happen if I let them know I'm suicidal? And they posted this on the USCG subreddit. All right, so they're not, it's not like they were hiding, right? Yeah. And it says, I've been dealing with suicidal ideation since 17 and didn't tell anyone when I enlisted. 
Recently, I feel super depressed and just want to want this to end. My family is going to be disappointed. I also failed out of college for this exact reason. I can't finish anything. I can't seem or can't see myself doing another year of this. What will happen if I tell people this? Will a discharge of this sort affect me negatively? I wish I was normal. All right, so I got that message. And the the listener who sent it in to me, who saw it, said, we need to find out who this is. And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm just a a regular-ass dude, you know? Like, I, I guess people think because, like, we have this platform and we have, and, like, we do all this shit that we know a lot of stuff. And and we do, right? We know more than I feel like your average bear. But we're still just regular ass people. So what does any person do, right? I sent I'm, it to I'm, you. I'm pretty special. <laughs> I sent it to you and I sent it to memes. And I was like, yo, any ideas on how we can figure out who the fuck this is? And memes was like, um, Reddit's really not my scene. Uh, take the lead on it and we'll see what happens. So I go... Okay, so now this is all on me. <laughs> I was drunk when that all happened and did respond to like a day and a half later. So I go, the very least I can do is share the posts with resources, you know, letting people know what outlets they have, what avenues they can take if they have a, a similar situation and they can utilize those lifelines for help. A and lot of people – purpose- a lot of people reshared that. Yeah, and I know. I I purposely left the Reddit username in there in hopes that a listener would recognize it. Okay? And then I strategically tagged every Coast Guard-related meme page I could think of, as well as the Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, I did that because... It needed some sort of oversight, right? Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, uh, the MCPOG, wh- whoever runs his Instagram page, pays a fuck attention to shit you tag him in. So don't tag them in like dumbass shit all the time, just so you know. Uh, I'm on the other side of the coin. <laughs> so <laughs> memes hits me up a couple days later, right? That post, it. I don't want to say it went viral, but it went viral in the sense of like small Coast Guard people paying attention. Yeah. Okay. Um, memes hits me up and goes, hey, heads up. The MCPOG's PAO, which is public affairs officer, for those of you who don't know, is probably going to hit you up, FYI. And then he said, don't worry, she's cool. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, Okay. And I didn't think anything of it because I was busy at work when he sent it. And then I get home and I'm like checking my mail and I'm like going through like Instagram and I see I have this random request from somebody who's not my friend, like a message, a DM. And I click it and it was like, hey, when you have a moment, do you mind giving me a call? Here's my phone number. And so I screenshotted it and sent it to the Fat Dirtbags group chat Mm -hmm. and was like, yo, is this her? And he's like, yep, she's cool. And I go, okay. And then you were like, bro, fucking send that shit. You, you were all about it right, right immediately. And I'm like, and in my mind, I'm going, how can I call her without her having my phone number? And I was like, I'm just going to reply, nice try, Sejus. 
and fucking, you were like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Full send. Full send. So I go, oh, I know. I can call through Instagram. So for those of you who don't know, you can voice call or video call through Instagram. Uh, so I did that. She didn't pick up. And then I was like, she didn't pick up. And you go, try harder. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was getting ready to call her back. And then she called me back. And I go, oh, shit, I got to turn my video off before I answer this call. So I turn my video off, answer the call, and and she's asking me questions, which I I fully understand. And she's like, like what? She, she's like, she's like, we're trying to to figure out who this person is, if it's a real person or not, you know, blah 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 blah. And she kept using the word "we're," and I told her to stop talking. And <laughs> like I can see her the whole time, yeah, but she can't see me. And she looks at me, and I go, "Who's we?" Because she never introduced herself. Like, I knew who it was only because memes gave me a heads up. But yeah. she never introduced herself, so I couldn't confirm who it was, you know? Yeah. So I said, who's we? And she said, like, she looked directly at the camera lens and then smiled a little bit. And she goes, oh, I work for the office of the MCPOG. And I go, oh, okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then she's like, uh, she said, in your professional opinion, you know, do you think this person, you know, could possibly be like a troll? You know, you know we get trolls all the time, you know, uh, just trying to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, wh- regardless of, of where, whether they're a troll or not, I was like, I don't feel like we can take that post and assume that. Like, mm-hmm. you, you can't assume the, the work. You you kind of have to assume the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you it, have to assume po- it's a real person if, asking for help. If the post was like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Fuck the Coast Guard. Fuck this. Fuck that." I read that post as, "I I want to know what's gonna happen if I seek treatment." Is what I read that as. If it was a troll, it would have said, "I'm at a cutter," and you know, can you please stop singing? If it was like a troll post, I think it would have been worded differently because trolls usually get excited and just kind of like ramble. But I feel like it was like they they describe their past history and they they literally I feel like it was I think it was genuine when they because when they said I want to know what would happen, you know, if I told the Coast Guard I sought treatment like I think he was generally just trying to figure out because if you ask, like, if you're at work and you're a third or a non-rate, you know, this dude's probably a non-rate or female, whatever. I don't. Again, I don't know. If the, if you at your unit and you're an E3 or E2 and you go, hey, what would happen if I told someone I was suicidal? That's gonna just it's gonna go fucking sideways on you right now. You know, I that's that's why I think it was genuine. Reddit's anonymous, and I think that's why they did it that that way. Yeah, I mean, Reddit's literally. They pride themselves on being called the front page of the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's super hard to figure out who somebody is already. I'm sure it can be done. Um, but, and I fully understand them them trying to figure out if if it's a real person or not. Like, I, I get it. You know, that's their business. They they have to play both sides of the of the coin. Yeah. I fully get that. I'm because not I'm not throwing shade at them or anything. No, absolutely not. Mick Pog is is a a high office. I mean, it's. 
I know we're the Coast Guard, but like it's still a high office. You still go to the Pentagon. You still address the Joint Chiefs of Staff every once in a while, I assume. And, you know, um, they have to like toe the line and be like, we yeah, need to they help. They have to vet everything. Yeah, we, we want to try. We want to help. But like we can't just reply to everything like. You know, yeah. this is even Timmy. I got my dick stuck in a laundry basket, Master Chief. Like, they can't just respond to everything, you know? Yeah, no, I, and I get it. You know, she was just doing her job. And uh, and anyway, so I was like, you know, you, I, I genuinely think this person's a real person. And they're, they're trying to figure out ways for help. And I was like, my intent behind sharing the post was, for one, if this person happened to see it, right, to give them the avenues they can use to seek help. You know, for two, hopefully somebody might recognize the username. And three, even if you aren't this person and you are experiencing these things, here are the, here's the avenues you can use for help. Are you about to send me a message? Yeah. Oh, okay. Keep talking. Uh, so anyways... She was like, no, no. We, she's like, we really appreciate the post. She's like, and everything you said in the post was accurate. And uh, we appreciate that. We appreciate you using, like, your platform, you know, to, to bring things like this to light. And then she said, uh, she said that they want to, she said, we're all heavily invested in finding out who this person is and giving and uh, assisting them and require and assisting them in getting whatever resources they need. Did you send it? I hit send. Well, I haven't gotten it yet. It said send to everyone. What's everyone? Is that just me and you? Messages can only be seen by members of this group. Oh, I can see it. I have to click it. I have to click it. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, So anyways, back to the fucking story. Uh... (laughs) So, so that they definitely want to help, and she kept saying, uh, she said uh, something along the lines of, "Everyone in senior leadership is heavily invested in getting this person the resources that they require." So, and I go, "When you, I go, when you say everyone, do you mean?" She goes, "Everyone, like all the way up." And I go, "Even Admiral," and she goes, "Yes," and I was like, "Damn, my shit made it all the way to Admiral Fagan." <laughs> our, our shit. Yeah, our but shit. That post. That's what no, I meant. I'm just fucking with you. And, uh, but so, with the, that means somebody had to take their phone out and go up and go check the shit out, Admiral. Look at this. The disgruntled sailor said, "You know, somebody lit the bat signal. We need assistance." Yeah, and so me just being the the type of person I am, go. It's nice to know you guys are paying attention now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she and then she, I said it jokingly. But and then she giggled, and then uh, and I, I told her I was like, "Hey, there's a couple of listeners that are working on trying to figure out who this person is. If if somebody gives me any sort of lead, whether it leads to nowhere or leads to the person, I'll send it your way. Mm-hmm. That way we can get this person the help they require." And she was like, "All right, I appreciate it." And that, that was it for the phone conversation. Then the next day, I get sent a screenshot from official McPog Instagram, and it is. <laughs> It's a follow-up to to our post, right? We weren't tagged directly, uh, and, which I fully understand. Yeah, I get and, but, it. Uh, I get it. But and it was like a picture of like that that suicide card, right? That you see everywhere that has mm-hmm. has like the the number for like the helpline. Hold on, hold on one one second. So 
just for the one listener that I know that doesn't understand what we're talking about at bomb, um, the, the Mick Picog is the Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard. He's the only three-star... Ma- they are the only three-star Master Chief in the entire Coast Guard. <coughs> Shit, excuse me. <coughs> it is the highest-ranking enlisted person in the Coast Guard. Each military branch has a commandant. I'm pretty sure they're all commandants. I don't know what... I think the Army probably has a general. I don't know what they're called. Um, but the Navy and the Coast Guard at least have a commandant. It's the highest-ranking person in the Coast Guard. To, to Admiral. Then their enlisted advisor is the Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard. So normally a Master Chief has two stars. You're an E9. And the Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard gets three stars, and they are the highest enlisted person in the entire Coast Guard. And they work together when they make decisions like tattoo policy, facial hair, uniforms, you know, um, mutual assistance, and, you know, pretty much the structure and the, the way forward of the Coast Guard. And so to be... To be in contact with them, you know, you got two E6 dirtbags here conversing with the highest order of the land, you know, so that's it's pretty cool. It's right? pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, you know, like, so, I, oh, I, you know, what's crazy. Like, like we're conversing with people in the highest forms of leadership in the Coast Guard. And I showed someone my ass tattoo at the public pool this weekend. So, like, it's crazy. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it, man. Uh, oh, before before she got off the phone, she made it a point to say. She said, we appreciate everything you guys are doing. Uh, keep up the good work. And she goes, also, just so you know, we're not trying to figure out who you are. And I was like, damn, boy, right in the feels. <laughs> what, what, like, I was so like, when they say we appreciate, is it? The PAO office, or is it? Like I a- I assume it's senior. I assume it's senior leadership. That's how I took it. Really? So you think Master Chief Jones is listening? I, I can tell you right now, Master Chief Jones follows the podcast page from his personal account. Get the fuck out of here! When did that happen? No, hundred percent. I I don't know. Right, right before he assumed office. That's fucking rad. I actually met you one time, Master Chief Jones, uh, in Panama City one time. And uh, you were cool then, and uh, you live up to uh, what I thought of you then. So, you know, you're not going to hear any guff from this yep. guy. We'll take some coins if you're just handing them out. If you're just handing them the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> did, did I? Uh, yeah, go ahead. But so anyways, back to the, the official MCPOG Instagram post. They posted like the suicide points of contact, like the numbers you can call. And uh, in there they said, We wanted to thank everybody who used their social media platform as well as the comment sections to try and direct this member to get the resources and help that they require. And I was like, damn, that's them actually like thanking us as well as like listeners who commented and everybody else who commented uh, for taking the time out of their day to to genuinely help somebody. And I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah, like I am a joker of the highest order. I'm an ass. Like I will trip a little kid just cause I think it's fucking funny. You know, um, I give my guys at work a lot of shit when I'm on the range. I give guys shit, but when it comes down to genuinely helping people that genuinely ask for help, um, I actually like doing that. And, uh, you know, it's yeah, good. When a friend it, asks for help, you help them. Yep. Yeah. There you go. RC Cola. There's your letter. Kenny reference. Um, <laughs> but it was, it's, it's cool. Like, 
um, getting noticed slash recognized slash being in touch with their office is fucking top tier. But getting somebody else to realize to to see a shipmate, whether they're a piece of shitty two e three, you know, they're not a piece of shit because they're an e two e three, you know, regardless of what they are, you know, regardless of what that e two e three e four whatever they are, um, just says kind of offhand, you know, I, I I say Reddit anonymously is offhand that they are having some issues, and you know, a bunch of pages, a bunch of social media people. The MCPOG all goes, there's just one person right now asking for help out of the 60,000, 70,000 coasters there are right now. Let's see if we can help them. So, like, it's nice to see, like, big leadership go, I- I'm up here. I'm up here at the Master Chief Petty of the Coast Guard level. I can't be dealing with one fucking guy. You know, I can't deal with one person. There's so many people that need help. It was cool to see whether Master Chief actually did it himself or whether the PAOs took care of it. Either way, it was nice to see the, like, just trying to help just one person was fucking cool. In my book, yeah. you know, yeah, for sure. Like I'm, I'm, I'm totally satisfied with their response. Like I, I think they, they did more than what I expected them to do, and I'm appreciative of that. They did. They were professional. They, they did, they did a little bit more than the bare minimum, you know, and they actually gave it gave a little bit of a of a try. So, thank you. Um, you know, you you guys are the change that, you know, we want to see. So, um, I. I'm, can I paraphrase a quick story about Jimothy and the Master Chief Pegasus of the Coast Guard? Sure. So, Jimothy came to my unit uh, for reasons, and we swapped some swag, and we were talking about the Master Chief Pegasus of the Coast Guard and about how we, me and him met him together back in the day when he was a, a district Master Chief, I think is what he was. And so, Jimothy and his crew go to this event for Master Chief Jones, and... They ran out of coins, right, for Jimothy and his crew. And Jim Jimothy goes, "Don't worry, we'll get we'll, we'll meet you again." And like I guess like I don't remember what it was. I'm probably fucking this up, Jim. I'm sorry. A, so, a, a time span goes by, and somehow Jimothy gets in the same room with the master chief again. And the first thing out of his mouth is, "You said you would give me some coins next time we met." And master chief goes, "You're, you're from this unit, aren't you?" BM one. He goes, "I remember you. I brought some." And like whip some coins out and gave it to Jimmy and bro. his fucking friends. Yeah. So like he's That's dope. Like I imagine Jim because you know, Jim likes to toot my own fucking horn. He's like, you know, you taught me to walk up and like make people tell you fucking not make people tell you no, but like walk up to somebody and like, you know, get 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 some information. Make them do something. You know? He's like gonna he told me he would give me some. So I saw him and I went up and I was like, You said you'd give me a coin. And the guy's like, yeah, I, I did say that. Here's a coin. He's like, thank you. I got coins. He's like, make sure you have one for all my crew. And he got one for all his fucking crew at this fucking event. For for a lot of civilians that listen, because there, there are a few, military challenge coins or, or, or challenge coins in general, like, do wonders to boost morale for people who get them. Like, every time listeners send in coins in the mail, I get so fucking excited like I call you, or we call yeah, each other, yeah. or I screenshot them all to you. Like all all those coins and patches you guys send in just makes our fucking day. Even like like I I don't want to say I rank my challenge coins, but there's ones that are super special, and there's ones that are like, oh here you want this, you can have it. But like even like like I got a real small, very basic one from like an ROTC group, and they were just like like I got, I got tagged that day to like show them around the station. And the old guy that was running the ROTC, he's like, you know, I'm retired Marines. I was a colonel. 
And he's like, you know, he's like, I've done a lot of tours and I've done this. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've, you know, I did 30 years in the Marine Corps. I got all the way up to Colonel or whatever. I forget what he said. And he's like, it's nice to see someone that still like kind of gives a shit, knows what they're talking about, shows people like they're not going to be like, oh, these are the guns and these are the cool things. They, they show us. He's like, you showed us the shitty parts. You told us about the shitty parts. You know, you tell us what it's really like, and it was really cool. So, like, just getting a high school ROTC coin was still like, oh, look, man. I, like, every time I picked that up, like, my daughter likes to get the challenge coins every once in a while and, and count them and ask me stories about them. And, like, where'd you get this one? Where'd you get – why does this one say PAP on it, you know? And I, I go through and I was like, well, I got that one back in 2015 from a high school ROTC. And, like, I, I remember all the stories about my challenge coins, you know? Yeah, everyone. I can tell you I, – I might not be able to tell you who I got it from, especially now since – we get a shit ton from listeners, but I can tell you where it came from and why we got it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was pretty cool. Um, let's move on to beards. Yes. Yeah, so a while back, we memes and us went on like an onslaught of bringing beards back. And we we were tagging everybody. We were tagging the Commandant, the Mechpog, everybody who can actually make change happen. We were we were letting those people know that like the people want it. Mm-hmm. And uh cuz so, if the military is anything, it's a fucking democracy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> So uh I, I don't know, maybe a week or two ago, a listener messaged me and was like, "Hey, uh you still want to bring beers back?" And I go, "Yeah, bro, even though I have a beard." Like I still want to bring beards back for the masses. I want to bring and back like, ashtrays like, on the fucking bridge chairs. That's what I want to bring back. I was like, I was like, not only like just beards, right? I was like, I want like a decent size beard. Like I don't, I'm not trying to get like full on ZZ top, but I'm like a solid two to three inch beard. I was like, if Admiral Fagan, what was the brought what, back beards? What was the original regulations for beards before they went away? Do you remember? Do you know? What do you mean? Like, so, uh, so first of all, if you're old, the comment I just made about ashtrays on the chairs, if you were, if you've been in and you saw ashtrays on chairs, just know you're old as fuck. All right. Secondly, what was the beard regulations before they got rid of them? Because I knew when I was a non-rate, I knew a DC senior chief, a DCCS who like were, were one generation away from beards. He's like, I was on the Mackinac or the, he was on some fucking big boat. And he's like, I remember people shaving their beards off because the new policy came out and yeah. back in the day. So like that was 16 so, years removed from me and then 30, you know, almost 30 years removed from him, you know? So like, what was the, so, so the person who did away with beards, for those of you who don't know, was Admiral Yost. Admiral Yost decided one day that beards aren't professional and he doesn't want them in his Coast Guard. So he nixed them. And so literally, like, the next day, people had to shave off their their big ZZ Top beards. And it's been like that ever since. Yeah, but I want to uh, know, I want to know what, it, what what was the, like, ev- There's there's been regulations for everything, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the ins and outs of, like, how long they could be? Could they be groomed or not? I don't know all that stuff. That was way before my time. Uh, I bet RC Cola knows, or I bet he could fight figure it out. Yeah. Continue. Um, but so I had a listener message me 
uh i think maybe it was last week that was like hey do you you guys want to bring beards back and i was like yeah bro i was like not only do i want to bring them back i want better than what we have because like people can have beards today if they have a diagnosis from uh medical and they get a shaving waiver they can have all that shit but it, it, it can't exceed like a quarter inch and that's but that's not for everybody that's only people who have like a certain medical condition right and you know beards today are are way more accepted than what they used to be a long time ago. Hold on, hold or on. Not- so look, I I just tried to Google it. Here's what this, the first article came up: bringing bringing back beards, restoring a proud Coast Guard tradition. And it it pretty much says, on June fifth, nineteen eighty six, Admiral Paul Yost banned the wearing of beards by Coast Guardsmen around the world, stating that the Coast Guard should quote meet the same standards of smartness smartness as other branches. And he did that a year a year. So the year prior, the U.S. Navy banned the wearing of beards by sailors, citing military appearance and some general references to obtaining and maintaining seal on respirators. While beards in the Navy have been on-again, off-again history, Admiral Yost's decree broke a tradition dating back to 1790. So Admiral Yost broke a tradition from 1790 to 1986. And while may seem like an unimportant issue, it's indicative of a steady identity loss in an organization that sometimes doesn't seem to know where it is or where it stands in the world. That's the opening of the fucking article. That gave me fucking chills, bro. I think it's the same article that I shared in my beards uh, really? post that I made a, a while back. Yeah, it was it by a lieutenant commander? Is it from the United States Naval Institute blog or something? Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's yeah, that. it's probably the same article. Anyway, uh, continue. So, I was like, I said, if if Admiral Fagan right brings back beards, she will go down as the greatest commandant in the history. She will surpass the admiral a hundred percent. Oh yeah. As, and, mu- as much love as I have for him, yeah, like I'm not. I'm asking I mean, for like two inch bulk, two inch bulk. Like the, uh, fuck, I, I forgot where I was going with that. So like, oh, uh, never mind. the The workforce, right? The Coast Guard is predominantly male. Okay, uh, she will win the hearts and souls of, of every every of male in the fleet. Yep, except for those hands down. Except for those white inbred trashy guys that can be, can only grow a patchy beard. So, like, uh, so I've met I've met Canadian Canadian Navy Coast Guard. I've met um, Scottish and Royal and Royal Marines before. All right, each like so for S- Scotland, right? Uh, the way it was explained to me, I was in Mayport. That's where I met him. Um, the way it works is you submit a chit to your, you know, your supervisor. You know, your E seven, your E eight. You say I would like to grow a beard. They say you have thirty days to grow a beard. And then they inspect it, and if it's like, that's a nice-ass beard, dude. Good job. You get it. If it's fucking shitty, they're like, nope, dude. Sorry, your genetics just ain't there. And that's how they do it. You know, the Canadian the Canadian military is allowed to have beards. You know, they're also allowed to smoke marijuana. There's, all right, one, one problem at a time. So, so I, no, I, there's. I, go ahead. There's a lot of foreign military services who are allowed to have beards, okay? Um, so, as I was saying, if Admiral Fagan brings back beards, she'll go down as the greatest commandant in history. The Mamadant will uh, take over Thadmal's place as the greatest commandant, all right? Next, I said, if we are able to bring back beards, like if, if us talking about it on the podcast helps in any way bring back beards, we win the internet. I had a listener say they would make a statue of us. 
I had another listener say they would make us a trophy for bringing back beards. Did you know you could just go to the trophy store and they'll make you any trophy you want? Yeah, oh, no, 100% no. But he was he said he would hand make it. <laughs> okay. And he said he would hand make it. All right. Uh, so he was like, uh, I'm really good friends with Vince Patton. And I go, you talking about the eighth MCPOG of the Coast Guard Vince Patton? The first African-American MCPOG in the history, Vince Patton. He goes, the one and the same. And I go, okay. He goes, I'm really good friends with Vince. I talk to him all the time. Like, he he was, and then he gave me, like, a whole story. And he's like, the dude gave me his personal cell phone number and his mailing address and said, if I ever need anything, reach out. That's how I, good friends we are. I'd like to have that for science yeah, right? reasons. For science reasons. So he said, I'll tell you what. He goes, if you're serious about bringing beards back, he goes, write me up something, and I'll get it in Vince's hands. And, I, and he goes, I can almost guarantee he will at least share it with his network of current and prior McPogs to, mm-hmm. to bring some attention to it. And I go, really? He goes, yeah, that's how good friends we are. Like, I can guarantee you he will take a solid look at it. And so today, actually, I posted on Instagram for people to give me, like, valid reasons why we need beers because i don't want to submit like some dumbass white paper that says like yo the boys want it bring it back we like, were... i want like legitimate fucking reasons you remember how we submitted our alcohol uh non-alcoholic policy underway you know yep. to get non-alcoholic al- non-alcoholic beer underway we had we cited references. i worked so hard on that we we cited re- references from land area we reference uh, we cited references from d7 we used other cutters, memos that they had used. We had, you know, we went about it the right way. We had like a six, seven page memo. And I remember Ops looking at it and go, this is really good. This this was done. Yeah, well. I, I remember when I typed it up and I go, hey, Mr. Miami and these other people, will you guys like look this over? And you were like, you fucking put this together? Like, this is the hardest I've ever seen you work. It was like a legit professional, like, if you went to someone that like went to Harvard Business School and you're like, put me a proposal together, I want to buy a Fortune 500 company. There was like there was multiple examples of ships that had done it. There were memos granting authorization to do it. There was references for current alcohol consumption underway, alcohol consumption in peers, alcohol on board, what non-alcoholic beer constituted. We had the beer that we were going to produce, how we were going to give it out, how we would store it. I mean, it was it was super in depth. And that's how yeah. we want to go about doing the beard stuff. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best memo I've ever put forward. Yeah, there. And I, I had some help. It wasn't all just me, but like it, we had a, a couple people working on it. But it's the best one I put forward. And I was more strict than the rules in the Coast Guard, and mm-hmm. I was more strict than U.S. law. Yeah. In the memo itself, uh, it was a fucking solid memo. Uh, but I, I don't want to send something up. I don't like doing stuff half-assed. Like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Yeah, don't half-ass uh, two so, things, whole-ass one thing. Yeah, so I, I want legitimate facts, especially, like, if, if Vince Patton is really going to read this, uh, I want it to come I want it to come hard. So, like, like I, I don't know, want to know, like, so, like, like the, 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 what was the icebreaker that caught on fire? Was that the Healy that caught on fire? Uh, what was the whims that caught on fire? Uh, was yeah, that I don't s- remember. So we've had a couple ships cut, catch on fire recently. Uh, there was a Wimsel, like the Benjamin Daly caught on fire. Um, 
there was a icebreaker that caught on fire. I want to know, like, is there any statistical data, like, okay, um, DC one Smith who has a shave chit donned an SCBA and fought a fire effectively? You know, is there is there something that says so? Like the old thing, other than the only argument, two arguments they've had, two arguments they've had was smartless and seeming like appearance was the fir- was the primary thing, right? Which I think is a holdover from. So we're allowed to have ponytails, painted nails, uh, ear tattoos, like semen and smart like appearance is not a fucking thing anymore. Okay, it's 2022. Everyone needs to back the fuck off. The only other va- uh, valid argument was. Getting a positive seal on your OBA, which is your. Oxygen, we don't have OBAs anymore. Oxygen we have breathing. Uh, I'm getting there, dickhead. Oxygen breathing <laughs> apparatus. It was a chemical reaction that provided provided oxygen to you, right? And you had to have a positive seal in order to keep that. We use SCBAs now, which is your self-contained breathing apparatus, which it's pretty much the same as a scuba, which is your self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. It's just rated for different pressures and it does some other things. I don't fucking know. I'm not a DC. I don't know. And you don't, it has positive oxygen flow now. So, like, if you're going to let them have ponytails, you're going to let them have ring tattoos, finger tattoos, makeup tattoos, you know, if you're going to let them have all this shit, why can't we have beards if we keep it? You make us get haircuts almost weekly. You know, some of us have slower-growing hair. We can do bi-weekly. You know, the Navy, you're allowed to have fucking shape-ups now, right? Yeah, you can edge out your beard in the Navy. Yeah. So, like, in the Navy, you're allowed to have full-ass knuckle tattoos and hand tattoos. So, like, the semen and smart, the, the smart semen-like appearance arguments out the window. SCBAs out the window because we get positive oxygen now. So, like, why? Not only it- that, I've worn an SCBA and fought a fire on board a ship, okay, in a smoke-filled environment with a beard. Yeah, Didn't so have like, a problem. So, like, where, why can't, why come no, why come no beards? What yeah. give me a the, 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 the only argument, right, that I have seen that is valid, right, is that you won't get uh, a good seal on your uh EBD? your CBRN gear. Oh, your Suburni- CBRN gear. Your Suburni gear? Yeah. And, and I fully understand that. But at so, the same time, with Suburni- there's so much paint and shit on Listen. the boats that you can't even set dog zebra or not dog zebra, zebra. Shut up. So, do you know anything about Saberni? I mean, like, oh, yeah. Okay, like, what, so what are you getting at? so our last DC one was at the strike team, right? Uh, he was yep. there for four and a half. He was only there almost five years, I think. And I talked to him about Saberni because he was the DC one who ran Saberni on the ship, and we talked about you know evac zones and security zones for Saberni and effectiveness for your mop gear and all that shit. And he's like, if you are in the vicinity for where you would need to go, oh, shit, I should don my Saberni gear. He goes, you're already dead. He goes, you're already dead. Yeah, you're you're done. You're fucked anyways. So, I mean, the so, Saberni gear is a moot point for me. But yeah. that, that's the only, like, argument, like, I could see that yeah. would be valid. But, it's, but. That's, that's not – I don't think that's a valid argument for the entirety of the Coast Guard. Like, how many times – so you were, on, you were on the ship. You were on the ship with me for th- almost – for three years. You were on a 378 for almost two years. How many times were you trained, and how many times did you don your Suburni gear? Once. Okay, I've done a lot of fucking – again, the operator joke played out. I'm not an operator. 
but I've done a lot of Saberni stuff. I've done a lot of PWCS. That's your Ports, Waterways, Coast Security. Done a lot of ATF, ATFP stuff. I was a Saberni coordinator when I was in Maryland. Saberni is a fucking joke. It's a joke. And anyone that knows anything about Saberni with the, you know, the basic supplies that the military is given, no, it's not going to save you. It's not going to save you. It's just not. You know. Yeah, it might help you out for a little bit, but I don't think you're going to get out of there alive. Like if you're Personal on the opinion. If, if you're on the outskirts of a chemical, biological, radioactive Sure, you got nuclear, a shot. You got a shot if you're on the outskirts. If you're anywhere near anything in the like the epicenter, you're fucking done anyway. So it doesn't matter. It's a, you're weird. You're going to die anyway. So get fucked. So give yeah, not me, only that, like you can shave a beard off really quick. Not me. I have super thick beard hair. I'm like I'm like a viking. <laughs> Look at it. Look how thick this shit is. Regardless, we want to submit a white paper and get it in uh, Mick Pogates, Vince Patton's hands. Go over a white paper. So he can... A white paper is, uh, it's like a fucking, how do I explain it? It's With like words. A... Use words. <laughs> it's like an essay, basically, that explains what you want to do, how you can do it. It's. It's like a fucking PQS almost mm-hmm. for why you should or shouldn't do something. Yes. I just, I think it's time. We've given every other allocation, you know, and I, I, I'm going to list some, I'm going to list a few. I'm not for or against e- any of them, but we have, you know, different earrings that we can wear, um, nail polish we can wear. You can be a different gender now. You can have ponytails. You know, you can have tattoos in certain places. You can have new. You can have bigger and larger brands now. You know, there's there's so many things that are changing to conform with, you know, the current day and age we live in. Like, if you compare the military uh, living standards, I guess you could say, to civilian, like we're we're pro- we're still probably ten twelve years behind at a minimum. Oh, for sure. You know, like if 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 you went like even two thousand. 18, 2016, even before that, you could go into work and go, you know, my name's Jill now. I'm a girl. And everyone in there would go, nice to meet you, Jill. What are your pronouns? And everyone would say, I prefer she, her. And they go, okay. Anyway, there's a meeting at 10. And then everyone would go about the day. We're, we're still 10 years behind that, you know, and, and we're finally catching up. And I think it's time the Coast Guard catches the fuck up as well. You know, if. Yeah, if, I mean. I'm not saying if, just because this, we get this. I'm saying the current social economic climate that we're in. You, you, yeah, there's an expectation. It's time to get with the times. Yeah, there's there's an expectation. You should get to do this as a functioning member living in this current society. Everyone else gets to do it, and you don't have any valid reasons why I can't. You know. Yeah. No, I fully agree. And not to mention, if we help bring beers back, we win the internet, bro. You That's got to be a com, right? Yeah. How many? Like a legit dollar? com. So you're gonna out us for a com. A hundred percent to get you a com. I'd do that for you. I'd take that bet. If we get beards, I will do a fucking admin reveal. I don't give a shit. For sure. I'll do it too. We're not doing yeah. anything wrong yeah. anyways. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them. I mean, not now. I mean, all the shit we yeah. talked yeah. about is some old shit. Uh, but anyway, that's beards. Um, we're going to skip that one. We're going to skip number three and we're going to go right to number four. Uh, tell me how you entered the, um, Community of the Upside Down Pineapple. Oh, I forgot we were talking about that. So, uh, we were joking around at work, and some people at work didn't boring. know what... We're just now halfway through. 
<laughs> so people at work didn't know what an upside down pineapple represented. So I just thought it was uh, pineapples in general. I didn't know it was upside down. Yeah, upside down pineapples for those of you who don't know, oh. Sandy. Oh yeah, hell, Sandy may know. Who knows? I don't know what you're into. She's a grown ass uh, woman. She can do what she wants. Uh, it represents like the swinger community, right? So, one of the the girls at work, who happens to be my neighbor, uh, was laughing really hard at it and thought it was hilarious. And so, as a joke, I was like, "I'm gonna put an upside down pineapple on your front porch for the whole community to see." <laughs> and she was like, "No, you're not." So, uh, what did I do? Me being me, went to the store, bought a fucking pineapple. And put it on her porch, and then sat outside on my porch drinking beer, waiting for her to get home, just to get her reaction. And I have it on film. <laughs> you should post it. No, I'm not posting it. Uh, but she got out of her car. Her kids ran up and go, why is there a pineapple on our front porch? And then she saw it and immediately turned super bright red. <laughs> And I was giggling. It was it was fucking it was funny. It was a whole thing. She was like, "Why is it upside down?" Like joking around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was fucking dope. Like I sent it to my senior chief. I sent it to another girl who works with us, and they were all fucking dying laughing at it. All right, I'm gonna use the head real quick before we go on to the next thing. <clears throat> all right, so. I think it's your turn to do the FRC, isn't it? It is, yes. And I have it ready to go. Oh, you did some... You prepared? I did. Get the fuck out of here. Look at you turning exercise and eating right and preparing for the podcast. I know, right? All right. So, uh, the FRC for this episode is the Raymond Evans. So, Raymond Joseph... Uh... WPC one 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 zero. Where's it at? I th- I think it's in. Uh... So you're not prepared. I, I f- fuck you. I think it's in uh, <laughs> Key West. I think I think that's a. Th- I'm like seventy eight percent sure it's in Key West. But who knows? Uh, I might go over it when I read this. So you haven't read. <laughs> so you haven't read it. So you're not prepared. I, I, I gave you. It. I gave you a premature compliment. I skimmed it. All right, anyways, yep. back to uh, what it's about. So, Coast Guard Cutter, Raymond Evans. So, Raymond Joseph Evans Jr. Uh, was born February 22nd, 1921, and died May 30th, 2013. He was a United States Coast Guardsman who was decorated with the Navy Cross for an act of extraordinary heroism during World War II. He is one of only six men in the conflict to have received the medal for actions performed while serving in the Coast Guard. So, Raymond Evans was born in Bellingham, Washington, and raised near Seattle. Unable to find work out of high school, he volunteered for military service shortly before the United States entered World War II. Evans and his shipmate, fellow Washingtonian, Douglas Monroe. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? I learned some stuff today, too, when I was reading this. Uh, So him and Douglas Monroe were boys, okay? Really? Uh, 
Yeah, for real. Uh, so they were known as the Gold Dust Twins because of their inseparability. Dude, can we take that? The, oh, I feel, we now I, the Gold Dust Twins. I, we need a patch or you know something. what? I'm 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 making a Gold Dust Twins design. Make it holographic fucking, you know or some shit. So they were known as the Gold Dust Twins because of their inseparability. What is why Do, why that though? Like, so I clicked the Gold Dust Twins thing, and it it was a brand for uh fuck I can't remember what it was for. Uh, it was a brand for something. And it was just two kids, right? They, they were just black images of, like, a silhouette. They had their arm around each other, and it was on, like, whatever their their product was. And I was like, these dudes were fucking boys. <laughs> uh, so, uh, during the Guadalcanal campaign, Evans was assigned to Naval Operating Base Cactus at Lunga Point. L-U-N-G-A? Lunga? Sure. Okay, where small boat operations were coordinated. At the second battle of, I'm going to butcher this name, Mantanacal? Mantanacal? I don't know that one. All right. So at the second battle of Mantanacal, if that's how you say it, in September 1942, he assisted in the evacuation of Marines whose position had been overrun by Japanese forces. Remaining at his post, despite the other members of his crew, including Monroe, being killed or wounded, he used one hand to steer his Higgins boat that he was piloting and another to fire his machine gun, drawing enemy fire towards himself and away from Marines. So, okay, just reading that first paragraph, I just picture this gangster of a dude, right? So he's like, everybody's fucking down hard. And he's like whipping this boat with one hand, while it's like shooting with the other hand. Okay, I that's know, how I envision him right now. I want to know how I haven't heard this story before. That's that's what I said when I I was even telling somebody at work about it, and I was like, "You've heard Douglas Monroe?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Have you ever heard of this motherfucker?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "Well, first of all, these bitches is boys. Okay, they yeah. here." Uh, it said Evans received a commission serving as an officer for the remainder of the war and stayed in the Coast Guard until his retirement in 1962. It so, says, so, uh, since his... so he was with Douglas Monroe, right, in Guadalcanal? 100%. He was in the shit in Guadalcanal. Douglas Monroe is raining, stealing hate down on people, dies, Medal of Honor. This guy, doing the same thing, doesn't die and gets what medal? Navy Cross. Interesting. One of only six people to be awarded the Navy Cross. Why do it, you? Why that do was you, there? Why do you think? Why? Why don't? Why didn't he get the Medal of Honor? Is it because probably because he didn't die? I, you know, I I'm not super familiar with the Medal of Honor, but there's not many living people who get it. No, I know that, but like I was just like it, like remembering what Douglas Monroe did. With the only exception from him and and Raymond Evans was the ultimate sacrifice. So like. I wonder if that was the, like the determining factor. Anyway, continue. My bad. Uh, so he received his commission uh, for the remainder of the war, and he said he stayed in the Coast Guard until his retirement in 1962. Since his death in 2013, the cutter Raymond Evans WPC TAC 1110 and Ray Evans Medal awarded to outstanding coxswains 
have been named in his honor. Uh, it goes on to say, Evans and his friend, Douglas Albert Monroe, enlisted in the Coast Guard in September 1939, the month that Britain and France declared war on Nazi Germany. They served together on a Higgins uh, boat landing craft off Guadalcanal during the Second Battle of Montanacal. I don't know how to say that word. Uh, Monroe died and was posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor. Evans received the Navy Cross. It says Evans was later commissioned as a Coast Guard officer. He commanded the Coast Guard Cutter Ivy, was the executive officer of the Coast Guard Cutter... Oh, I'm about to butcher that fucking name. Uh, Chautauqua? C-H-A-U. Uh, hold on, hold on. Slower, T- slower. C-H-A-U. Uh-huh. T-A-U-Q-U-A. Now, you're fucking in Feather Indian. You can know how to say that? No. That's Chakwakakwa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so he was the, the EO, or the XO of that boat. Uh, he was the captain of the port in Houston. It says he served in the Coast Guard until 1962, accumulating 12 years of sea time during his 23 years of service. He retired at the rank of commander. It says the Coast Guard awards an annual medal named after Evans to an outstanding coxswain. Dude, dude uh, was 92 see. years old when he died. Yeah, that's wild, right? And he'd like seen some shit. And like he died in 2013. That's not like that long ago. I like, was we were in both that. in the Coast Guard yeah, in 2019. For sure. Or 2013. Uh it says uh the Coast Guard accepted the delivery of the Coast Guard cutter Raymond Evans on June 25th, 2014. So, like, one year after he died. Yeah. Uh, it says, she is the 10th Sentinel-class cutter. All ships in this class are named after enlisted Coast Guard heroes. So, it even has a picture of his ribbon rack here, right? Yeah. Uh, and it, All right, so I'm going to read his Navy Cross citation. Touch to award. So it says... Attention to award. The President <laughs> of the United States of America takes pleasure in presenting the Navy Cross to Chief Signalman Raymond J. Evans, the United States Coast Guard, for extraordinary heroism and devotion to duty in action against the enemy while serving as a member of the crew of a Higgins boat assisting in the rescue of a group of Marines of the 1st Battalion, 7th Marines, 1st Marine Division who had become surrounded by enemy Japanese forces on a beachhead of Guadalcanal, Solomon Islands, on 27 September 1942. Although he knew that his boat was to be used for the purpose of drawing enemy fire away from other crafts evacuating the trapped Marines, Chief Signalman Evans, with utter disregard for his own personal safety, volunteered as a member of the crew gallantly remaining at his post the entire evacuation and with every other member of his crew killed or wounded he maintained control of the boat with one hand on the wheel and continued to fire his automatic machine gun with the other until the last boat cleared the beach by his great personal valor skill and outstanding devotion to duty in the face of grave danger he contributed directly to the success of his mission by saving the lives of many who otherwise might have perished. That is fucking outstanding. Yeah, I was super happy 
went because I was like, oh, which FRC am I covering today? And I was like, all right, let's look up Raymond Evans because I don't know all these enlisted heroes. And when I read this, I was like, bro, I get to cover that. That's rad. That's some serious shit. Yeah. You know, my, my great my great grandfather was in Guadalcanal as a Navy officer. Did he drive one handed and shoot bitches with the other hand? I think he I don't was think a, so. I think he was a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a long line of learned doctors. Yeah. But regardless, Raymond Evans was a badass and I feel like not not many people know about him. That is like literally like so first of all, complete transparency, we did this as a time filler because we needed a topic, and we started talking about one because somebody was on there, and then we just kind of carried the topic. But I'm getting, like, real insight into some of these fucking guys, you know, and that, that one is genuinely fucking cool. Like, not cool as in, like, pew-pew cool, but, like, you know, dude was a genuine coastie. He was a good chief. You know, did his business and then, you know, went all the way on and lived to be fucking 92. That's like the most anyone can hope for, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, like you always hear about like, like Douglas Monroe or Joshua James, Mm -hmm. but you, you never like I've, I've been in 13 years and some change. You've been in what? 16 years, 15, 16 years. You've never heard of Raymond Evans before, right? Besides that, it was just the name of an FRC. Yeah, like, I, I don't know how we've been in this long, and we haven't learned about these people, and I'm I'm genuinely happy that we're covering these people and, like, giving them some of the spotlight that they are so well-deserving of. For sure, for sure, man. Um, Yeah, totally rad. All right, so you ready to get in some last calls? Yep. All right, first one. Um. I am, I want to challenge our listeners because I want to know about single sole custody parents in the military. I want to know because I we I want to talk about it, okay? And I want to know do you guys have like if you have sole custody, no other parental figure, uh what is your deployment like of availability like? Um, you know, what is your readiness have to be like, um, you know, how does it, how do you PCS and like, does that come into play being a single parent? And cause I've met a couple recently and I want to know like, yeah. Like, is there a different standard that you guys are held to or is yeah. everybody on the same standard? I'm, I w- I'm going to look it up. I wanted to talk about it today. That was the message that I wrote to you. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it cause it's come up recently in my in my world and I want to know about it and like if it's I want to go in it with open eyes and open ears and like if there's like policy says this you may do this you shall do this like I want to know but if it's like you know if you're getting something that I'm not getting I'm gonna call you out so like I want to know like I want to have some firsthand experiences from some people like hey like I've met a, a second class that's a sole parent and, you know, he's doing his best, you know, and I want to know, like, I want to know what it's like, you know, because I've met a lot of single parents. I've met some ones that are like, yep, wife died of cancer, single parent. I've met some that are like, I have three kids from three different men all in the Coast Guard. 
and I I have both experiences, and I want to know what the what the what's the fucking Jimmy here? Like, what's the deal? Like, do you? Yeah, if if like if if you can't get underway, or like you're required to have you know childcare services for this, or like like even like even like Big J, like he's not a single parent, but he had issues like because his wife's in, a, in the military in a different service. And like they had a lot of issues that they had to overcome, you know, with with his spouse's deployment, his deployments, being on ships. Like I want to know, like, you know, these. We're I think we're starting to get into the weeds a little bit on um, these small little, um, you know, sects of sect. Is it sex? Like a small? Is like a sect? 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 Of yeah. the Coast Guard. We're like we're getting into these like little things. I'll let you out in a minute, you fat turd. <laughs> my dog, my fat chihuahua has developed a white clear spot, opaque spot on his eye. I'm pretty sure it's the glaucomas. I'm going to try to get him a weed card. Um, but I, I, before, before, like, so the plan was to just talk about it. And I, I was just going to kind of, not vent, but like, I wanted to talk about it. But, you know, cooler heads prevailed, and I want to get some feedback from you guys, like, I'm a single parent. Here's my story. Here's what I dealt with. I'm a single parent. Here's my story. Here's what I dealt with. And the Coast Guard will do this. The Coast Guard doesn't give a shit about this. Like the Coast Guard goes, I don't give a fuck. You're a single parent. Figure it out. You're going to a ship. You know, like I want to know what it is. We don't know. And we want to know. Yeah. If 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 you guys just want to DM us, DM us. If you want to come on and have a guest spot, we'll do a fucking single parent episode. Absolutely. I just I want to know, like, like, is it is it kind of a free for all and kind of a dealer's choice? De- I'm sorry, detailer's choice, or is it like I'm a single parent? I registered it. Like it's. I want to know if it's like special needs program or if it's just like I let some fucking random dude come at me and now I have to deal with this. Like I want to know what the difference is, you know. So let me know so that I can be informed, so I can spread information to maybe other single parents. Anyway, so let me fucking I mean, know. You you know, single parents just don't apply to to women, right? I didn't say it did. I literally said I know a gentleman who is a single parent because his wife passed away, and he's a single parent, and he's, they're actually letting him retire as an E5. So, like, I want to know, like, what the deal is. So, like, I want to know. Yeah, we want to cover it. So if you guys have some insight or you want to come on the show, hit us up. Yeah, for sure. Let me know. And then, again, trivia. I need some trivia questions or I'm just going to wing it. And then once I get my bank of, like, 30 questions, um, I think we're going to do a raffle. And get somebody on here, and uh, we're going to get some teams on here and do some fucking uh, trivia. So send me some fucking trivia questions, please. I'm not a smart man. Help me out. All right. Say, say, that, say that one more time. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. You're up there, Fatso. All right. So last calls, right? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. So as a society, we just decided chocolate is the opposite of vanilla. It is. I mean, but is it though? Like, I've... so, so if you if 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 you don't know, humans self segregate. Just in case you wanted to know, um, what, think back to your high school lunch cafeteria room. People self segregate either by race, creed, or by um, socioeconomic status. Socioeconomic status. I literally, I literally went to the pool this weekend. There were about. Let's see, there were eight kids, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine adults. On the other side of the pool, again, I didn't do this. 
I swam everywhere because my kids, I have kids that can swim deep. I have kids that can swim shallow. There were nine African-American people in the other side of the pool. And, and we inadvertently self-segregated. Like it wasn't, they were in the shallow end when I showed up. My friend was in the deep end. Uh, I took my kid into the shallow end and vice versa. But for the majority, we self-segregated. Humans self-segregate just because that's how our brains work. What were we talking about? Chocolate. That's right. Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Your turn. Uh, that that was what I said. We decided yeah. chocolate is the opposite of vanilla. Chocolate is not the in- chocolate's the antithesis of vanilla because it's better. And Tomatoes I, motto. I think if you like chocolate ice cream, I think you pull your wiener through the hole in your pajamas to have sex with your wife. Just saying. You don't like chocolate ice cream like at all? No, I said I like chocolate. Chocolate's the only ice oh. cream for me. Like You don't like vanilla? No. I just Cho- said well, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on now. You said chocolate's the only ice cream? Like you don't like other No, 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 no. My go to My go to's peanut butter. Anything peanut butter is my ticket. But if the options are chocolate or vanilla, I'm going chocolate, dude. I'm gonna treat yourself. Treat yourself, bro. Treat yourself. <laughs> if you like plain vanilla ice cream, you pull your wiener through your pajama bottoms to have sex with your wife in the dark under the covers. Just saying. Uh, okay, moving along. Um, Did you not like what I said? No, I didn't like it. Why? It's just this is weird. I'm a weird guy. Like, <laughs> that's why this works. I'm a weird guy. Yeah. All right. So the good part of a cucumber is the bad part of a watermelon. What? The good part of a cucumber is the bad part of a watermelon. You're saying the skin of a cucumber is better than the, the inside of a the watermelon? Good part, the good part of a cucumber is yeah. the bad part of a watermelon. I don't I don't I think I my brain froze for a second. <laughs> you eat the insides of both. Do you eat the rind of the fucking cucumber? Some people do. Crazy people. Think about when you cook cucumbers, okay? Who cooks you cucumbers? Don't cut the, Who the fuck cooks cucumbers? You've never sauteed a cucumber? Like no, ever? you you saute zucchini and squash. You don't saute cucumbers. They go in your salad. What the fuck's wrong with you? People, oh, first of all, I don't like cucumbers. Okay, so I don't do that. But you I have totally That's because seen you don't anything green. Saute. No, I'm I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and give you a no on that one. I'm going to give you a no. <laughs> that was a no. Okay. Okay. Got I got a, I got one more. No, you only oh, wrote maybe. down Oh yeah, you have a third one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Why do your toes and fingers get wrinkly in water, but nothing else does? So actually, the reason you get pruny is because it's a uh, adaptive trait that we learned back in the day when we were still monkeys, if you believe that line of logic. It was able to help us grip berries and fruit and help us hold things underwater when we were working underwater. I don't know if that's true or not. That Google just it. my question. Google it right now. No. Go Why? ahead. No. I, I'm telling you, Listen, I knew, one of the, I one of the listeners I literally. So a okay, couple things. Number one, um, I read that um, a couple minutes ago and all right, we'll I knew that first of all. And then second of all, I was watching the survival show alone and the guy 
found an old boat in the woods and made a hot tub out of it. And he goes, look, I'm getting pruny. And it said at the bottom, some anthropologists believe that we got pruny fingers and we adapted it from back in the day to help us grip berries and shit. So Google says, while a person is in the pool or a bathtub for a long time, the dead keratin cells absorb water. This absorption causes the surface area of the skin to swell, but the outer layer is tightly attached to the living tissue. So, to compensate for the increased surface area, our skin wrinkles. But why did we evolve that trait? To help us grip things underwater and to help with berries. Berry harvests. I'm, I mean... Dude, I'm sure. I'm fucking so sure. I'm so. I'm super sure. If what I'm, happens if a listener proves you wrong? If I'm proved wrong, like if, if it's cited in a scientific manual, I'll send you a personal sticker from me that I got from someone that's not the podcast with a fucking letter. I'll let you out when I'm fucking done. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first, boys and girls. If you can prove Mr. Miami wrong about gripping berries is why... I did not just gripping, not just gripping berries. It's for gripping berries, harvesting fruit, and holding things underwater. Okay, if you can prove him wrong on that, yes. you get one of his personal stickers that he has gotten from somebody. I'm a sticker whore. And, I have thousands of stickers. A letter. Did we ever talk about um, the stickers we got from? Um, what's the fucking company? The something mercantile, like Seafair Mercantile. Yeah, we talked about them. Did we we talked about the Yoda sticker that I got and the yeah fucking, for sure. Okay, yeah, okay. Just check. I just want to make sure. That's if you guys haven't fucking checked out Seafaring Mercantile, you guys are not helping yourselves out any. Like they you're make sleeping. Some, you're sleeping. Well, bro. I say they. I think it's just one person. He makes some dope ass shit. They sent me a uh, a Grogu, not Baby Yoda. My son corrected me. Not baby, it's 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 baby fucking Yoda, but it's made in Sailor Jerry style, and my daughter's tried to steal it from me. So I had to put it in the gun safe. All right. So, do you remember when we were in Key West? We were in the second story. The officer that chewed earplugs, and we got the new FS that we asked about Guy Fieri's Welcome to Flavor Town Cookbook. Yes. Okay. Do you remember that evening? Oh, on yep. a second note. What has Guy Fieri ever done to anybody to make them so angry at him? I can't think of anything. I, he's just a guy out there doing his good, doing the best he can. I'm yeah, coming. I mean, around I to, want I, that fucking job. I'm coming around to Guy Fieri's team. Like I used to fucking say, like you're the worst person I ever met, and I've met Guy Fieri. And then someone goes, "What Guy Fieri ever do to anyone?" And I was like, "You know what? I, I don't have a negative thing to say about him." Because he wears the clothes he wants, he tattoos the way he wants, he wears the jewelry he wants, he tat- he stains his goatee like an asshole and loves it. That dude is living his best fucking life. We're just all yeah, just jelly. I, We're just jelly. I, I don't have a problem with him. Never have. Do you remember what Too Tall you yelled at those two Asian people on the scooter from the balcony? I do 100%. What did he say? The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Okay. Check this out. I'm about to. F- well, first of all, it wasn't. It wasn't too tall. Too yes, tall is different. No, 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 no. Okay, too the, tall is. He's a chief now. One. He's a. He's correct. Okay. No, too. You're thinking of skinny legs. Skinny legs, McGee. Yeah, but we called him too tall. Whatever. Anyway, you ready for lube up your fucking ear pussy, okay? Because I'm about to fuck your brain with my mind, dick. Okay. Okay. 
Can someone let the fat dog back in, please? All right, that wasn't it. So, check this out. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? Yeah. Sorry. False. Mitochondria are the powerhouses of the cell. Mitochondria is technically plural. The singular is mitochondrion. If that's the only thing you learn from school, I'm sorry to say you messed that up too. Seriously? Mitochondria, mitochondria is, is plural? Mitochondria are the powerhouses of the cell. Mitochondria is technically plural. The singular is mitochondrion. If that's the only thing you learn from school, I'm sorry to say you messed that up too. I guess I never knew that mitochondria meant more than one. I didn't know that either. I actually Googled it to make sure that was right before I fucking said that. And I felt like a dumb piece of shit because that's the only thing I remember from high school. Other yeah. than how to like fake my grades. But like, okay, the more you know, the more you fucking know. All right. So I've been holding off on this one for a while. Uh, this is this this article. It's not an article. It's an Instagram post. You know I don't read articles. Um, it's 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 titled "How to Counsel People That Are Smarter Than You." Quote: A guide for lieutenants. Okay. So this guy wrote this, and I I've read it like four or five times, and I think it's so good. Uh, I I just want to say, I already am going to like this. Why? Based off you saying a guide for lieutenants. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just read it. I was gonna paraphrase it to make it sound like it was for the Coast Guard, but I, I think I'm just gonna read it. So this is what someone wrote um for I believe it's the army, but I think it transcends other branches. So this is a story. He goes, When I showed up to my first unit, he had no idea what a maintenance test pilot did or an AMSO, or a pilot in command for that matter. So this guy shows up to an aviation unit. On top of that, most of my pilots were much older than me, and many of them had advanced degrees or require O grades. All right. At the beginning, there's a warrant patch, right? Put your phone down. Pay attention. I need your feedback. I'm listening. So, how to tell someone your expectations if you don't know what right looks like. So, like, if you don't, like, if you're an officer, you're, you're a low... 010203 and you don't know what right looks like number one start with your most experienced person ask them what sort of things do you guys do here in general let them give their job description and then write it down all right let them tell you what they do write that shit down and make a note next people love to talk about themselves and their work let them be very very detailed i learned this from a very very seasoned senior chief bosun mate and he told me, he's like, when you're on a boarding, ask a general question. How are you doing today? What's going on today? What are you guys up to today? And people genuinely, generally have diarrhea of the mouth and will give you an inorbitant amount of information and tell you so much detail. And then he said, he's like, and then when they stop and they pause, just stare at them. When there's, when there's a pause, people usually will want to fill that pause with noise and they'll continue talking. So two, once they're done, ask them what they have seen. Uh, 
Once they're done, ask them what they have seen that distinguishes really good people in their job from mediocre ones. Results, behavior, procedures, and what you're looking for. Make sure you're, you want tangible matrix and things you can document. So like, this guy did this and it made this amount of maintenance hours. This guy did this and did this. You know, be, be specific. Write all that down. Number three, now your opportunity is to add in your generic, generic expectations. Proper comms, punctuality with respect to support forms, physical fitness, proper proper property accountability, if applicable. Uh, applicable, applicable. Next, now you have something called stratification. Fuck you. So number one, baseline expectations. So you talk to your qualified people. Those are your baseline expectations. Two, standards of excellence. You know, high quality and proficient people. Three, distinguishing factors, degree of professionalism. You know, people that excel in that specific spot. Go down the line of experience, using what you learned from previous counselings to make your next ones better. By the time you get to your untracked platoon or platoon leaders, you have started uh, who haven't started any sort of progression. So that's that'd pretty much be going from like your O fives down to your O threes, your E nines down to your E sixes. And then once you have that information, you can go down to your E fives and below who haven't started a, a certain career progression and say things like, this is the standard that um, our people in command are held to. Your job is to be at that level one year from now. So they set the standard and say, in one year, we expect you to be here. But it, it literally said, I'm going to quote this. It says, don't be weird, though. Job performance is only one part. You need to talk about families, goals, major concerns, etc. This is just one aspect. You should follow up quarterly, compares people's support forms to the standards they discussed in initial counseling. So when they're saying initial counseling, they're saying like the first time you talk to somebody. So like being a good leader doesn't just mean going like, hey, E6, here, wh- what are we doing? How do we maintain? Who's doing good? And what's the expectation? You need to follow up and go, you know, how's your family? You know, what, what concerns do you have with the unit? You know, that's you have to take both of those into account, right? So... I think a lot of JOs, you know, no offense, JOs, and a lot of boot chiefs, because I've seen this a lot recently. Um, if you can take that simple, you know, how to counsel and how to talk to people, instead of just going and go, I'm a BMC, I'm an MKC, I'm an EMC, I'm a, you know, whatever you are, or I'm a J, I'm a, I'm a 01 and 02 and 03, thinking you just know everything, and you can take that simple model that I just read and go, okay, I need to know. Who my people are. I need to know what what the baseline is. I need to know, you know, the the consensus of the the consensus of the baseline pretty much is like here's where we're at, right? You know, and then let the people know that below that they need to rise to that, and then the people that are above that or at that level they need to either maintain or continue to excel at what they're doing. And I think taking those simple fucking things and putting him into any military situation, I think as a leader, you're going to get a lot out of, a lot more out of your people. And, you know, I use Mr. B as a good example, you know, not only because he was a good friend of mine, but, um, you know, he did, he literally did that. You know, he came to me, he said, what are we doing? I said, we do this. He's like, okay, um, who's good at, who's good, who's bad? I said, well, these people are good, these people are bad. He's like, okay, um, how can we maintain that? I gave him answers. Uh, he cared about my family. He cared who I was. 
Um, the same with Q. You know, Q was Q was never my boss, but Q was a leader to me. You know, don't get fucking sappy on me, Q. But you know, Q was never my like specific in writing um, leader. And but he still led me, even though he didn't like. I led him as a senior E six, but he also led me as my JO because uh, I needed his support from his rank that he held. So I think just just talking to your people, know what they what they're doing, what their line is, um, and then let them a little bit know, you know, what they can do to help. And then on top of you know that you can you know you can learn from those people a little bit whether it's you know for us specifically it's you know your TMT your um, TMT AOPS your uh, FPD or FSMS whatever we're on now or you know law enforcement so <clears throat> those of you that are in, that are young and new to leadership I think that's a good starting point for you guys to um, you know get a grasp on your shop and how you can continue to make it good. And make it better in the future. You know what I'm saying? I I do. And it's making me rethink some things, actually. So I wish you would have said that earlier. Like in a like, previous episode. So I, I couldn't find a good a good spot to have it. Because I, I always have like I I try to end the episode funny. Like so originally the last calls you know, were called, you know, final thoughts. And it was about like, you know, cutter non rates are better than land run rates. And then it went into, that's a a fact. I know, I know it's a fact. And then it went into, um, you know, it's kind of funny followed by like uh, a little bit of, you know, motivation or wisdom. And then it kind of morphed into, um, just funny shit and like random, like dinosaur facts and shit, which I still love dinosaur facts. Like, you know, what's your favorite dinosaur movie? As a kid, you know, um, but I think I think we need to rein that back in, and for like the people, like for the people that actually still give a shit, like Jimothy, Mister B, Q, you know, Vinny out there, you know, doing the king's business, you know, even fucking, even you know, even fucking that non-rate we had on the ship that was kind of a dirtbag, kind of came on, he came on the mess deck in socks. He's doing really well. You know, if he's listening, you know, he's a petty officer now. He's going to have people under him, you know. And if I can tell him how to lead based on how I was led, I think it can, I think we can kind of try to turn this, you know, just just like just like the mass sheet petty officer of the Coast Guard thing with one person having some issues and, like, a whole bunch of people jumped in. I think if we can turn that around and do it with leadership and our people, then I think we can do a lot more and make and turn this service around to what I ex- I think it should be and what I expect it to be, not the state that it's in. You know. Yeah. No. And what you just said kind of hits home with me because, like, I've recently dealt with a situation at work where I had to write somebody up, right, for a reason I won't go into, and then. But I think I I wrote them up based on, you know, their history and some other things. Like a like a page seven of like formal counseling or like a forty nine ten wrote up like page seven, trouble. page seven. Okay. Page seven. Uh and then but I didn't take 
I think I was just so mad at everything that was going on. I didn't take time to consider all. I didn't see the big picture. I was focused in on this person's fucking up. I need to put a stop to it. You know, like let me put Mm -hmm. like some fear in this person a little bit to get them to, to, to course correct them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take time to see big picture and I haven't routed it up. It's sitting on my desk. Mm -hmm. So I think this week I'm going to go in and big picture this whole thing and take what you just said and kind of so figure I le- out a, a better way forward. I learned the so I learned that lesson out of spite. You know, me and you are all about spite. So I had I had a third class that worked for me and um he had some performance issues. Um late um you know, hygiene was a thing. Um it it wasn't a big thing, but it was a thing. Like we didn't, I didn't have to watch him make sh- like take showers or anything like that. But you know, it, 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 there was like dandruff on his uniform, shit like that. And um, you know, um, there were two seconds there at the time, or actually there was three. One, one second is who this guy actually worked for. And uh, I, I'm just, you know what, I'm gonna go because I'm gonna, I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna sing your praises here in a minute. Uh, his name's Joe. He listens, right? He listens. His name is Joe. We were together in Maryland. And he had some serious performance issues, and I was genuinely worried about, like, you know, his career and his longevity in the Coast Guard. And, um, you know, the the second that he worked for, because it's a lot, it's a weird thing. Like, there was a this office and this office existed, then they merged the two. It was a long whole fucking thing. But he was having a hard time. Like, his second used to throw the trash can at him and be like, "Why the fuck didn't you take out the trash?" And like he was just he was a piece of shit to this kid, and um, that that second class ended up leaving, and I was I was left with this third class, and I don't know if it was me or my first class or whoever, but um, you know we still talk today. Uh, he he had his first kid, he got married. He's fucking he's a he's a first class now. So like me and him are the same rank. I was a second, he was a third. He's now a first class, and. What I noticed from that was, um, you know, I'm a I'm a in your face right fucking now kind of guy. Like I'm I'm gonna yell at you right fucking now. But because his second was like that, and I hated this guy. I like I mean like my stepmom died of cancer. I hope this dude gets fucking cancer. That's how much I hated this fucking guy, right? Because his second of the same rate was such a piece of shit. I took the complete opposite. You know tack with him i was like hey joe um look man uh you know uniforms are dirty you got a lot of dandruff on your on your uniform you know maybe go to medical uh see if if you have some sort of condition um here I, you know I, I figured out he was a workless kind of guy like he needed like you know here's what you need to do today roger that take care of it and he left where i worked with him Went on to an operational unit, to a second operational unit, and now he's a fucking first class with a wife. He's been married a little bit, had his first kid. You know, he's going to be tested for chief in a couple years. And it's actually funny because, like, he was on an FRC, and I've never been on one. So I'm I'm literally, as, a, as an E6, I'm emailing and IMing this guy and going, hey, I'm having issues. I have questions. There's things I don't understand. Can you help me out? So it's gone full circle, you know, and, and since I did it the way that I did it, you know, 
I think I was able to maintain those relationships out of spite. You know, like, so his second was such an asshole. I took over and, you know, helped this guy on a, on a, on an opposite key. Like, you know, some people, when you, like me, you need to yell at me. You have to yell at me and go, what the fuck is your problem? Get your fucking shit together. Blah, blah, blah. I'm that guy. This guy was not like that. He was a, hey, Joe, listen, man, here's your deficiency. Here's how we're going to fix it. Here's what you need to do. And then after that, we're all going to be fine. He responded to that immediately. Got his shit together, made second, went out. Now he's a first. He's a fucking, he's an E6, man. So, like, I think even though you're set in your ways like I am, you can still learn and lead a different way for each person. You need to know who you're dealing with. Some people, like, you could have me and you could have Joe in the same room. You have to yell at me. You have to literally yell at me. You have to, like, kick shit, throw things to get me to pay attention. Because if you're like... Oh, hey, Mr. Miami. Um, I really like it if you would perform better. I'm gonna go, dude. Fuck you. Who the hell are you? You know, you sit the pee. You know, that's how I respond. Joe, on the other hand, that's not how he responded. I noticed that. I went that way because his second was a piece of shit. Now he's fucking crushing it. Probably gonna be a chief in a couple of years before I get out. You know. So I think that's, you know, along the lines of leadership. Not everybody can be led the same fucking way. You know. Yeah. No. And. And I think in in my situation, I was angry, and I I went about it the wrong way. And I'm glad. In retrospect, I'm glad I haven't sent the paperwork up, right? Because yeah. now it gives me a chance to correct it, and and take a a different path. Now, at the same time, am I warranted with routing it up? Sure, mm-hmm. but I don't think these few things this person did warrants it being on their permanent record, you know, like forever. Mm-hmm. So I'm, gl- you know, I'm I, glad you said it. I, I wish you would have said it sooner. Uh, and, you know, I hate saying I'm fucking wrong because I'm, I'm not wrong, but I, hold on. Let I me get my pen. I've, Let me get my I've pen. I could have, I've could have handled it better. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Uh and try to figure out a better way forward. So I'm I'm you know, glad you ta- I'm glad you talked about it. Yeah. But I I wish you would have brought it up sooner. Like I I don't know if I talked about it before, but um so I went to FAI school in like I think 2012 maybe. I don't know. And I came back to my unit and my E6 like I literally graduated A school or not A school, FAI school on like the first of the month. And on the next first of the month was an FAI conference at, at district. So, like, all of the district FAIs were going to be there, right? And you know my personality. I joked about it. I was like, oh, I don't want to fucking go that. Fuck that shit. Fuck this. Fuck that. I don't want to go. Blah, 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 blah. And my E6 took that as hostility, right? And after saying things for a week about I don't want to go and fuck that, blah, he turned around and snapped. He goes, I don't give a fuck what you want. You're going to this fucking conference. I cut you fucking orders. You're fucking going. Don't ever talk back to me again. That's the only page seven in my entire PDR. And I told that story to a chief a couple years later, and he goes, Daddy Six should have turned around and said, why don't you want to go? And I would have said, you know, I probably would have pushed it off a little bit, and then after some pushing, why don't you want to go? And I would have said, well, I'm, an e- I'm a boot E5. I just graduated FAI school. You know, 
30 days ago, I'm nervous to go instruct and shoot in front of Master Chiefs and Senior Chiefs. That's why I'm fucking, that's why I don't want to go. And they would said, okay, here's what we can do to fix that. But instead, this E6 wrote me at page 7 and tried to get me in trouble. So just just listen to your people and see what the actual issue is first, you know. And then if it's, yeah, it, like if you go to them and you go, okay, what's, what, what, is, what exactly is the problem? And they go, man, shit, that's, that's just, just fucky. I don't want to go. Then, you know, you can take that route. But I would have said, I'm extremely nervous. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to um, FAI, and I, I wanted it to be the best, and I was worried that I wasn't going to perform well, and I was nervous. I hadn't really gone TAD anywhere before. I was super nervous. I was scared, and I didn't want to go, and I was looking for some reassurance that I was a good FAI. I was a, the good person in my rate, and I was looking for some reassurance. And instead of trying to help me out and get me mentally ready, he got me in trouble, and that is one of the biggest problems with the military that I'm I I, I have seen. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm a hundred percent warranted in routing this paperwork up, right? Hundred percent. However, I think I can go about it a different way, and still convey, like, um, a way forward without it negatively impacting their career. You know, yeah. like if this person wants to, you know, put in for a special assignment, that yeah. paperwork's going to pop up. You know, like, sure, I could turn it in. Sure, it goes in their PDR. But at okay. the same time, can I still course correct them, get across what I want to get across, and have a better way forward without it negatively impacting their career? Like, have you ever I, had I someone... So. Have you ever... So, when I was a third... I fucked something up. I don't remember what it was. I fucked something up. And my E6, he wrote, he he pulled me in the office and he said, here, he goes, this is a page seven. This is your formal counseling of reprimand. Uh, you're in trouble. And I was like, fuck. Like, I didn't really know what it was. I, I, I thought it was like the end of the world. He goes, here's what here's what's going to happen. He took the, the page seven that I, that I signed and he shoved it in his desk drawer. He goes, that stays between me and you. He goes, the next time you are fucking done. And, like, that was my, like, wake up, like, I should probably pay the fuck attention. You know, because I treated the Coast Guard like a joke for, like, the first, like, three years I was in. Because it was a joke. My first unit was a joke. You know? And that's what I thought the Coast Guard was. So he was like, this page seven goes to my desk. He goes, this is your notice. You fucked up. He goes, the next one is going to be real and you're going to be in so much trouble. And that page seven, after a year, he pulled out and he goes, look, dude, you've been crushing it. Uh, I'm going to shred this. And he shredded it right in front of me. You know, I think that's a better case of leadership than writing somebody up for doing something wrong. Yeah, no, and and that's why I'm glad. Like, I've been looking at this page seven for over a week. It's just been sitting on my desk. Like, the member signed it. It's been sitting on my desk the whole time. But for some reason, I'm like, I haven't submitted it. Mm-hmm. And it's because, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, you can do better. And then when you fucking read whatever you fucking read, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, dude, do better. Do better. Yeah. So, do better. In retrospect, I'm glad I haven't fucking ratted it. Good for you. Look at you being a fucking nice person. Yeah, it, it's literally sitting on my desk where I can purposely see it. Like, it's it's right in fucking front of me, like in a folder just sitting there. And I'm just sitting here just like, what am I going to do? 
like I was, I was like I was weighing I've been weighing the pros and cons for like a week like mm-hmm. what's gonna happen if I do this what happens if I don't do this yeah so like I, I I've I've talked to an e6 recently that had to change somebody's service wide from recommended to not recommended a change uh change of recommendation like they this dude fucked up and they went hey man you are you are not ready to be the next pay grade and that was like they did everything else and they said i'm changing your shit you are not taking the test i was like and that, that's, that's a big deal that's a hard call to make but after talking to this guy for a long time i was like i think you fucking made the right call man yeah, you know, it like, was like it wasn't not, it wasn't I'm not one, trying to say it wasn't one thing. I, it was like nine or ten things that were like, yeah. He did this. Let's give him a chance. He did this. Let's give him a chance. He did this. Let's give him a chance. He did this. Let's do remedial training. He did this. Let's do remedial training. And there was a bunch of that in between. And then finally, it just goes, "You are not prepared to be the next rank man." Sorry. Yeah, like I'm. I'm not trying to say that. You know, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Well, I'm done. All I'm saying is, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the fucking what you said and trying to figure out a better way forward with having the least amount of negative impact as possible. And I think that speaks to, like, us as, like, leaders. Like, just because we're in a leadership position doesn't mean we know everything. Like, we do For things sure. out of spite. We do things out of anger. Like, mm-hmm. we do things because we're set in our ways. It doesn't mean we can't grow as people. And like, like figure if, out a better way forward. If I like with LTs and lieutenant commanders that I've had and chiefs that I've had, if they were just like, I just can't fucking stand to look at you right now. I'm fucking pissed. Get away from me. I can accept that. Being vindictive and holding back awards and holding transfers and shit like that. That shit pisses me off. You know, which I've yeah, experienced for sure. both. I've experienced. And both. like I, I, I talk all the time, especially on here, like how we need to do better as leaders or be better. You know, how we need to, like, lead from the front. And I didn't do that. And so now I'm going to fix it. Yeah, you feel like without a piece it, of shit, don't you? I do a little bit. Uh, but I'll tell you offline, like, what it was about. Yeah. Uh, but. I'm pretty sure you told me. I just, I drift in and out. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to do better. And and it hasn't negatively impacted this person. Yeah. Yet. So just if you I, I still if, have time to fix it. Last little thing, like if you are a leader, like just because you're an E4 doesn't mean you're not a leader. You know, you're not a chief, obviously, but like just because you're an E4, you're not you're you are a leader. Your non rates look up to you. Um, before you do or say a thing, and I'm telling you not because I think it's the thing to say, I'm telling you from a gentleman who has put his foot in his own fucking mouth 300 fucking times since he's been in my mouth and my attitude and my decision making really quick has gotten me in so much trouble. Uh, it's got me into issues. And if you could just, before you react, this goes for Oh four, uh, all the way down to, you know, E twos, take a fucking second. Think just chill call somebody you know call another person like i call you i call jimothy i call rc cola you know i've even talked to big J about some stuff like just am i am i being a dickhead right now is it me is it me am i, am I the drama 
you know, and just take a second, reflect, remember you were once an E2, E3, E4, E5, you know, you're an ensign right out of the academy, you don't know everything, take a fucking breather, and like, step back and be like, hey, can I have some help, and just, and then react, alright, there's times where you are supposed to like, immediately react, and there's times you're not, leading people is not the time to immediately react, you know, I should write a fucking book, dog. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm learning that the hard way, and luckily I had enough, what's the word, foresight to like sit on it for a little bit and think about it before sending it up formally. Uh, so is this your first time with subordinates? No, no, it's not. Okay, just asking. Uh, anyway. But there's, there's always, you can always learn, no matter what rank you are, no matter how old you are. There's yeah. always room for improvement. And yeah. we, we, I feel like me and you pride ourselves on telling people, be better, lead by example, you know, lead from the front, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. And this time I fucked it up. Damn, boy. You piece of shit. So, of at shit. least I'm, look, at least I recognized it. All right then, and at least I'm fixing it. All right, we'll fix that shit. Well, all right. Well, that's all I have. Yeah, same. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Later. Bye.